Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And folks, we got to tell you this: we got we have a big show. And Sorry, what's wrong? Okay, we got to mute that for a second. Uh, okay. Um, listen, sorry about that. Uh, someone's joining the podcast for the first time. He had some child issues in the background. We'll get back to him <laughs> momentarily. But listen, folks, I got to tell you, uh, Scarlet Nexus has stolen my life. And uh, it is, I'm doing the biggest cardinal sin in gaming. And that is playing three games at once. I do not like doing that. I like, Welcome like to my world, buddy. <laughs> uh, you know what? Because I'm playing Mario Golf on the Switch, and it's amazing and addicting. Like, I'm in my bed playing this. It's just, I can't stop. Of course, I'm still playing Ratchet & Clank because I really want to platinum it, and I have not beaten it. I'm close. I think I'm about th uh, three quarters done. And then I put on a little game called Scarlet Nexus that I was a little questionable about. Because back in the days, I used to really enjoy jrpgs and these types of experiences because i imported a lot of games and i haven't really been playing them and i was like wow you know what i'm gonna jump on board this looks really good and i played the first um half an hour i'm like ah man did i make a mistake but well, i'm here to tell you that if you're on the fence this game is the, the supers that you can do and combo are just just it's monster. It's just complete monster. Uh, let's get into, of course, the introductions. Let's see if our, of, um, you know, we're still waiting for two people. Everyone should be here momentarily. Cyber should be here momentarily. But let's get into the people that are actually here. And we're going to go, uh, here's Everborn Saga. There he is. Not late to the scene. Uh, Middle-aged gamer guy, man. How the heck yes, are sir. you? Are you ready for tonight's show? We got, we first of all, I already had the show planned out. And then, of course, Xbox had the breakdown that they just changed the gaming as we know it. We're going to get into what the Xbox Series X server blades mean for xCloud and how that, in my opinion, propels them years ahead of Sony and Nintendo, who seem mm -hmm. to be left kind of holding the bag when you're talking about getting people to play your games hey, hey, boom. on anything. Yes, sir. Boom, that's a correction. That's decades ahead of Nintendo. Oh, Sorry. Well, well you Please know what? Continue. We will get... Well, listen, a <laughs> snail is ahead of... The man hasn't even uh, sat uh, down yet, and the slander <laughs> has begun. Oh, I boy. love it. I, lo I love slander, especially <laughs> when you're talking about video games. But Middle-Aged Gamer Guy, how are you feeling, bro? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I am awesome tonight. Good evening, everybody, and to our special guest as well. And uh, chat, you guys are always awesome. We got some great topics. And yes, you know what? You could write topics five hours before a show, and guess what happens? Someone's going to drop some news. But let me tell you something. When it comes to that thing, and we're going to get into it a little bit later, but I'll tell you one thing. If you get you guys starting to get used to Microsoft pulling up ahead decades ahead of everybody else, we'll get used to it because it's only going to get crazier. Yeah. This is just <laughs> the beginning. This is the lighting of the torch. This isn't even the tip of the iceberg. So, guys, I am fired up. We got a great show. Let's get right into it. Well, thanks so much for being here. And, of course, Tempest Sun, welcome back, brother. You had to take off a couple of weeks because work, obviously, is certainly more important than podcasts. But we're happy to have you back, brother. How you feeling? I'm good, dude. It is good to be back. I'm sorry I had to miss a couple weeks. Uh, yeah, work is just, uh, you know, it's Florida, and it messes cars up just because it's so damn hot here. So, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, I got to fix them. So, um, yeah, if I may, just have a couple. Normally, I make my intros real short and sweet, but I, I guess I have a couple things to say, if I may. Go ahead. Um, Go crazy. Yeah. So one, the first thing is, yeah, I do have a YouTube channel. It's not gaming-related. It's nerdy as hell, though. I, I essentially build Gundam models. Uh, I've told you all about it before, and um, I wanted to have, like... <laughs> 
a weekly, you know, bi-weekly release. That's not going to happen. I'm still going to make it. I'm still making them or working on making them constantly and I'm going to film it. So I will be pumping out videos. It just might not be every week. Like I originally thought that was a little ambitious of me because I still like the game and be a father. So, you know, I can be a husband. I, <laughs> yeah, I have to devote some time to that too. So, um, but the second thing is I just want to speak on Scarlet Nexus. I, I like saw you boom. tweeting about it, dude. I, I yeah. knew this. The minute I saw your tweet, I was like, "Yeah, this guy. This game is right up his alley, and oh, indeed, no. it is." Yeah, I avoided the demo on purpose. I wanted to go in blind, but I had I had faith that I would like it. I like these types of things, but I was like you as well. I didn't know that most of the cutscenes were going to be delivered almost like a manga or a it's comic. Like, it's like literally playing an anime. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. So at first I was like, oh man, I, I was like, that didn't sit well with me, but there is still normal cutscenes, like almost in the other game. But uh, it's the depth I, I had. I like social stuff. I love Persona because you get to talk to these characters. It has a lot of that in here. Yes. Um, the, the combat uh, is at first, the first half hour, it felt a little, a little, little shallow. It, but, you know what? That's because yeah. they, they really... Look, I'm going to be honest with you. If you only play the game for 30 minutes, you're not going to like it. You, you right. got to hang around a little bit to do. I mean, look, look, here, look at the super out of nowhere. It's awesome. This, is, this yeah. is just freaking awesome, man. It's great. She's <laughs> a great character. I picked Kasane, and I yeah. want, as soon as I beat the game with her, I want to go back and play with the guy. Because Me too. I want, I, I'm going I'm to, yeah, I'm yeah. definitely going to do that. Yeah. The other main character is integral to the story as well, and he's awesome too. So yeah. all the characters yeah. are really cool. It's just, I'm, you know, I look at this and how much it's entertaining me. And then, you know, a lot of people say in the computer, but Metacritic, who? I mean, there's some wonky stuff on Metacritic about this game. And I like Metacritic. Game is is fun. Just, I, I yeah. saw I saw some of the, the, the reviews coming for the Xbox side, which, of course, yeah. preposterous, as you would expect. <laughs> yeah. uh, this game runs incredible, looks incredible. Uh, yeah. If you like JRPGs, real quick, Gary Duddle in the chat is asking whether or not this is real time fighting. Indeed, it is. Uh, no mm -hmm. turn based. Uh, you are in control 100%. And when you, like I said, I'm learning the moves. As you're going to see, this is very early in the game. Mm -hmm. uh, there's even an earlier clip, but I wanted to show off some of my skills that I acquired. I'm, yeah. I'm popping achievements left and right. It is some of the things that you do. I just got the ability to be able to siphon two people's powers off of them. At once, yeah. At once, wow. which is just yeah, yeah, crazy. That's, that's yeah, that's the thing. Like, you get these companions. Like, you just saw her companion pop up on the screen there. See, and, you're um, by, by borrowing a duplication yeah. power. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just so yeah. good. It's by you know, I can go on forever, so I'll stop. But it's just really <laughs> good, and I I enjoy it so much, and I am so thankful. Uh, listen, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't. I'm not shy about it. I'm an Xbox guy, and I'm just so tickled to death. I get to play this on my platform of choice. Yes. Thank you, Japanese developers. Thank you, Bandai. Thank you, Xbox. I mean, my Xbox has the marketing rights to this game, so yes, they I do. I hope it does yeah. well, and just thank you. I can play it where I want to play it. So. Well, yeah. I will say this: It would not be surprised that folks, if you're not if you're not looking to buy it, uh, hold on, hold on to your butts because uh, this is going to be in Game Pass uh, in six months. And I'm not saying yeah. not to buy yeah. it. I'm saying that if you are, you know, your backlog is as long as my arm, and I'm a very tall man um, mm -hmm. at six <laughs> feet. You know, then yeah, maybe this isn't for you. But I'm telling you right now, I, I, I you know, how a game gets you when you're sitting. I'm home, jo Mrs. Boomstick. She's working. I'm recording footage. I sat back in the couch. I paused the game for a second. I said, 
how come I stopped playing this? I mean, what was wrong? What, what, what did I play that I stopped this? And I honestly, folks, I'm going to be honest. Like, I love this show. I can't wait for it to be over because I'm going to go and I'm going to play that a lot of this game afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, but listen, let's, let's, let's continue with the introductions. Um, Kay Asante, my friend, uh, you are te tearing up the charts, not only on Twitter, but with your two shows. And I love what you guys are doing over there. Passionate about the craft. Really professional the way you speak. This is why you're a part of the show. How are you, my friend? Good evening, folks. I am good. How are you doing, Boom? It, oh, I, you know what? I had a little bit of a break, but mm. I really did. I just wasn't podcasting. I still was writing. I still was, you know. Uh, you um, not podcasting? How long did that last? <laughs> uh, two, uh, that, maybe four days. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm real happy to be here. Welcome to everybody who joined us in the chat. It's already crazy and lit in there. I'm, I'm already having good conversations. Welcome <laughs> to the new the new guest, Jedi. Welcome, Jedi Saga. Welcome. Uh, oh, to the panelists, you. appreciate you guys being here. And yeah, I haven't tried that. I played the, the the demo Scarlet Nexus. I was I was on the fence at the beginning. The demo put me over the fence. I really enjoy it, but I have so many games that I'm like, I need to finish Mass Effect. Like I just need to. I'm halfway. I'm, I ha I'm still three. <laughs> forty hours in, and I haven't beaten Mass Effect one yet. I'm just exactly, and, and I'm still. I, I just finished uh, uh, Ratchet and Clank, so. It will become. It'll it'll join the the list eventually. It's just for now. I'm I'm kind of at my wit's end, and even uh, quick resume isn't helping on that one. So yeah, no, so, no, yeah. I, de definitely I will hear definitely you. be playing it for sure. I think you're gonna like it. If you like those types of games, you're gonna do, you're yeah. gonna appreciate it. I definitely uh, felt myself uh, not only wanting to continue this, but I think I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna play some of the older. Uh, you know, Japanese-based titles that came yeah. out on Xbox that I missed I do out on. I do hear there's, a, there's an anime. I think I was talking to Everborn. There's a full anime on this, and actually, uh, many people say that, th that there's an anime slipped into this game as well. But it, there's an anime yeah. that, that explains before this 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 story. Oh, oh yeah, 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 I know actually. Yeah, they have so, the yeah. uh, first episode on YouTube right now, like the full 23 minute uh, oh, episode. Speaking of Everborn Saga, how the heck are you, brother? I know you are pumped. I know one of the biggest topics. That we're going to cover uh thanks to you having some uh i don't know behind the behind the scenes uh information that we can't talk about publicly but we're going to somehow talk about publicly and that is the potential of um netherrealm studios being the next big announcement for xbox game studios folks i think it's going to happen and uh when we can't get into you know actual details of what we know but we're going to definitely get into speculation town where right now it's 70 it's sunny there are unicorns and rainbows all over the place and guess what cotton candy is free everborn how you feeling I'm all right. I'm good. I'm well. I'm hot as hell because my office does not have an AC in it. You yet. know what? You got to get and that fixed. Like, if you get a portable one, this is this is, is, this is I absurd. Bought, I bought mine two weeks ago. Standing game for standing room only, my friend. Come on, get one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I also would like to shout out to a fellow saga. Hello, Jedi. How are you? Hey. Sir? Yeah, Pretty we're good. Get, we're gonna you. get we're gonna get to Jedi's uh, introduction <laughs> momentarily. And, and um, I I finished Ratchet. I'm I'm getting into um, uh, Sea of Thieves, which which Kaysante and I are trying to put together a pirates crew for this weekend to play and potentially stream live. Um, and I would just for one second I want to talk about Scarlet Nexus because I I feel like this game speaks to my soul I'm and sure it, was it does. Made, 
yeah. specifically for me, yes. but I did not like the demo. I could not get into it. And I really want to like it, but I don't know why I don't. Tell me that the game itself is better than the demo, and the I will game give it a is shot. Leaps in, you know what? I, I got to be honest with you. You're gonna Just keep watching the screen, dude. Like You're going to see that the, the, the demo did the game no favors. I'm going to be honest. And I played the demo, and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, and, I have a question for Everborn regarding this. Yes, sir. The demo, because I didn't play the demo. I wanted to go in blind. Did the demo, demo just give you a bunch of abilities right off the rip and just say, have fun? It, it, it kind of did. It, it had okay. those like borrowing power. So for me in the demo, it really felt like um, there was a lot of like visual noise on the screen, but I couldn't really understand what was like, going on? where things were coming from. And I don't mm -hmm. like that. I want to feel like there's a purpose to what I'm doing. And I felt like I was just mashing buttons and like okay. there were pretty particle effects yeah. on the screen. They, they gave him a half ass tutorial and then dropped you in the middle of that's something. Why you don't, that's why you didn't get it. it. Yeah. You don't get it, you know. So yeah, yeah, see, I, your it powers, is understandable. Yeah, your powers you borrow are from these characters you get to know. Hopefully you mm -hmm. like them. That's the point. I liked them. So that was cool. There's context to the powers. And they 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 almost give them to you at a pretty slow rate in the first part of the game. And as you get them, it just makes sense. They did actually do a really good job of introducing these things to you. So maybe they made the wrong choice by giving you everything. Yet yeah. The, demo. the onboarding in the demo was very overwhelming for me. And it was just, okay. I just was like, I don't know what's happening. And I felt like old. I'll put you this way. I was on the freeway fighting stuff and I, there was a bus there as a parked bus. And I saw Dude. the LT left trigger on it. I was like, okay, what's this do? I jump on the bus and use my telekinesis powers to drive the bus. And I ran over a bunch of enemies. Yes. When I got to a big crowd oh, of them, I picked the bus up in the air, throw it on the ground. It makes a massive explosion and kills everything. It's I was like, where'd that come from? <laughs> it's like, that's I, so cool. yeah, yeah. I, yeah, dude, I, I threw a train at a bunch of enemies. <laughs> I, it, was, it, it was off the track. I lifted it up with telekinesis and yeah. I ran it on the track and killed everyone. It was, awesome. it was epic. All right. wow. you, you guys are selling me on the game. I don't mind giving it a shot. Um, hold, on a, hold on a second. Is this coming to Game Pass for sure? Because I did I miss I, the ball on yeah. this? Look, I'm going to be honest official. with you. In six months, I would I would imagine that it probably is. They have the marketing rights. Oh, we know okay. that so Bandai Namco games do come after yeah. six months. Uh, we saw that with Nier Automata. That jumped mm -hmm. right in. Yeah. Um, so well, I, I would imagine for me, that, okay. Okay. Right. For me right now, it fits in perfectly because I don't know if you guys know this, but this year is going to, it's going to get pretty stacked very yes. soon. Mm -hmm. So for me, yeah. if I can fit this in before the ascent drops and then, oh, oh. and then flight sim and then psychonauts and all those things, Good it's luck, the perfect pal. window right now. <laughs> That's for me to play it. Everborn's got it, man. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm playing. It takes two and little nightmares too. And I'm and I'm trying to uh, uh, round off uh, Valhalla. Good luck, but I'm trying to do all that before everything drops because I want to play with the community. It's gonna be guys, whatever, look. I'm right? gonna put it to this way: if you are uh, just an Xbox Game Pass subscriber, <laughs> guess what, folks? Your life is over in social <laughs> in the socials because you're gonna be playing games. But listen, let's but, get to hey our, one thing. Boom, though, your life yes, will be over. But at least you will only have spent one dollar for three months of Game Pass <laughs> Ultimate. Well, <laughs> let's get you access to over hundred games that you can play on your PC, console, and cloud. That's with amazing. Playing saves. 
And I just can want I, you to know that Microsoft has written too? you a check for one penny. So keep saying it and you will eventually have a dollar. And we're going to get into that as well. First of all, let's welcome to the panel Jedi Saga making his debut on Primetime Gaming. Jedi Saga, we, we talked in DMs. You know, I, I, I love bringing new people into, from, in, from the community into the podcast, podcasting scheme simply because I was shown an open door by Mooch. Now, again, whether you agree with his opinions on how he talks about Xbox or not, I'm always going to be indebted to the man. He obviously reached out to me after I DM'd him about coming on the show. And it's literally his hands that put the tracks down for this basically network of shows that I have uh, created for myself. That's where I started. But uh, Jedi Saga, welcome to the program. Well, thank you. Thank you. Sorry for the beginning, my daughter. No, no. Listen, these things, listen, this is real life, brother. <laughs> We're not in the studio. But listen, uh, hopefully your family's okay. Welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. And uh, hopefully you're going to have a lot of interesting things to say tonight. Well, you know what? I've actually, I've been waiting to actually have this forum. You know, I've been on a few other shows. And um, it's like, you know, it, it feels good to be able to just talk Xbox. Now, I have to be honest. I was looking at one of your topics, and it's going to be about PlayStation. I could give some opinions, but I'm one of the rare folks that don't have both systems, and I'm oh, not. Listen, that's okay. I'm not apologizing for it. So, yeah, yeah, no, but um, fine. But I'm excited. You know, I'm looking at this Scarlet Nexus. I'm like you guys. I played the demo and I wasn't impressed. And I'm hoping I want to play the real game. And I, I'm hopefully the full game will make me kind of change my mind. But when I played the demo, I just felt I don't know. I just I don't. There was something missing. But um, yeah. But I'm looking yeah. forward. To, I'm eventually looking forward to playing it in Game Pass. Um, yeah, I, I think I think it's eventually going to get there for sure. But listen, folks, let, let, let's get into the, the, the crux of why you're here. We're here to talk about video games. We have almost 300 people here. We're 18 minutes into the show, and our good friend, Chaos Mike, drops the first Super Chat of the night for $5. Says, Boomin' Panel, you guys are awesome. Keep it up, brother. Well, thank you so much for the kind words, but more importantly, thank you for the generosity as always. But let's, folks, you know, I write these shows uh, in anticipation of having – show notes and a plan of attack and every now and again or recently what seems to be like almost every other monday xbox just drops uh some big news and today we have some of the biggest news i think in gaming i think it's industry changing i don't think that the uh the the mainstream websites you know who i'm talking about you're talking about the ign's and the game spots and the katakus they have really grasped what this means moving forward and of course what i'm talking about is that it is official it has been confirmed via xbox wire that of course the xbox series x server blades are now incorporated into project x cloud or x cloud xbox game pass cloud gaming whatever you want to call it and i do have some uh some uh, notes from it i kind of want to read exactly what they had to say and then we're going to get into what this means moving forward and why k uh k asante as well as um our good brother everborn feel that uh microsoft might have overstepped both sony and nintendo by decades and this is what xbox wire had to say at xbox our mission is simple Bring the joy and community of gaming to everyone on the planet. To achieve that, we aspire to empower everyone to play the games you want with the people you want anywhere you want. We are creating a future that combines the gaming heritage of Xbox and the power of Azure. 
a future where we bring high fidelity, immersive games to the 3 billion players around the world. Now we're taking a big step forward to reaching that vision. Starting today, Xbox Cloud Gaming is available to all Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members with Windows 10 PCs and Apple phones, as well as tablets via browser across 22 countries. If you're a member or you want to become a member, simply go to xbox.com slash play on Microsoft Edge, Chrome, or Safari on your PC or mobile device to start playing hundreds of games from the Xbox Game Pass library. With billions of active Windows 10 PCs, iOS devices, and Android phones, we want you to have new opportunities to play the deepest, most immersive games whenever and wherever you choose. Simply put, we're bringing the Xbox experience directly to the devices you use most. And in closing, they say, today marks a key milestone in our journey to bring the Xbox experience to all gamers. And we can't wait for you to begin playing. I remember about three years ago, the first time I picked up a phone and played a cloud game using nothing but touch controls. It's a moment I'll never forget. We, we, where the beauty of the graphics mixed with the creativity of technology to create something truly magical. So for Team Xbox to you, we hope you're ex you experience more joy and connection through gaming anywhere and, of course, everywhere. Now, that came to us, and I'm going to tell you who wrote that. That came to us from, what is her name? Uh, Kathleen Glockstein, Vice President and Head of Product um, at Xbox uh, Cloud Gaming. And of course, now we got to get to the people in the chat as well as, of course, the panel members. Let's start with Kay Asante. Uh, Kay Asante, this is a big deal. And I, I, I got to be honest with you, I'm not surprised. I'm a little disappointed that we didn't see the gaming media explode with stories because if it was negativity, you would see it in spades. But because it's something positive, we are only seeing it from the sites that I go to. Talk about the game rants and our friends at the video games chronicles and such. There, the smaller sites are talking about this game, literally pun intended, game changing event that happened today. And this is happening much sooner, K. Asante, than we originally thought. Because remember, the chipset shortage is a real deal. They want to sell these consoles, but they're still adding these server blades. How do you think this is going to change gaming? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Were you talking to me? I was busy playing Halo on my backbone <laughs> using my I phone. I love oh, XCloud. Oh, I'm sorry. I oh, forgive me. <laughs> All jokes aside, though, <laughs> believe it or not, this has actually been in the 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 the, the, the XCloud the 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 Series X server blades have been kind of showing up on games for about the past I'd say month now. We've, we depending on the game you play, if you play it often, we've seen some changes. I noticed, uh, um, as, I, as I've said, I think on the show before, I'm always on this never-ending hunt to get all the campaign achievements for uh, Halo MCC. So I'm, I've, I've noticed from one day to another, all of a sudden, that load screen was instantaneous. Right? It was, yes. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, you can go in, in the settings, and certain games that give you that option let you now choose. You know, you want to pick 120 frames? You can do that on your phone. You know, and obviously, if you have a phone with a frame rate that supports it, and I have an, uh, an Android phone somewhere on here that does that does support it. So it really does make a difference. And for all those who are rightfully on the fence about, well, this is just an option, you know, the latency and, and how slow it was, you're absolutely right. But as with all technology, 
the, the ball rolls forward and you guys need to give it another shot today. Doesn't mean that it'll replace your, your, your console immediately today, you know, 100%, you know. Oh yeah, you you this it, we can, you can't stream it at 120 frames, of course not. Yes, but you can make those options, which which tells you that the Series X blades are in effect in use, right? Um, obviously, even with the Series X blades in use, it won't look and play like it does if you're local. But it's so much faster, so much better than it was, uh, I'd say, even two weeks ago, right? So as far as how how it will move things forward, yeah, honestly, I think if there's a problem with the way this has come forward, I will give Microsoft a bit of this. I'll, I'll give them a bit, a bit of the negative on this one because they themselves have been trickling it out little by little, and then today made the announcement. And it, it it's not as big of a splash because those of us that use it as frequently as I do, we've already noticed it. Right, and, and you can actually even go on Reddit right now, and there's a thread of all the servers, all the the the, the games that all of a sudden are now, we, we know for sure, on Series X Blades. You can just tell. And it's a huge list by today because it's been compiling for some weeks now, right? Right. So, okay, just go ahead, the, yeah, yeah, the, go ahead. the genius of it is mm -hmm. they've made very clear that this is like a beta. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah of course. And, and it's and, continuing to still be a beta as they're, as they're moving forward, yeah. And yeah, I, think, I, I think that that is the difference be because what, what – sort of other competitors have released were betas. They just didn't tell you that. And I think people sort of, even though a lot of the time Microsoft doesn't get the benefit of the doubt, I think this is yeah. one of those rare cases where yeah. they have been getting the benefit of the doubt because they were upfront oh, yeah. and clear. And, and, this and is just to, something on the side. To but that this point, is, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right that, that they have they have made, always made note that this is a beta and it should always be additive rather than the main show. Uh, quick example. To that point, when Stadia was first announced, I was I was one of the first to, to, to get their founders bundle. I'm excited for the tech for the technology. Whoever decides to bring it forward, right? They had the 4K one. I'm on gigabit internet, so I would think that it, it would do the job. Even their specific 4K capable one wasn't giving me the full 4K. And they weren't clearly they were they were in beta still, but they weren't really, you know, emphasizing that. They weren't being as transparent with the technology as Microsoft has been. Obviously, with the Series X blades in in play now, now the 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 bandwidth, uh, the the resolution caps at 1080p instead of the 720p we used to get. It's still standard definition. Uh, it's still SDR, I should say, but it's it's so much faster. I mean, I've been playing with this technology since it first came out. I think November uh, 2019, 2020, right when they first did the original beta, and it's been going for a while. They, I was lucky enough to get in way way in the beginning. And there's a lot of growth between then and now, and it's still growing, right? And even, uh, boom, all the, the browsers you mentioned, those are the officially supported ones. Try any browser. I have yeah. gotten this thing to work on so many weird things. <laughs> I, like, as, as I've said it, I, I, I put it on my Oculus Quest. It works there. I, uh, you know, I've seen people put it on Samsung fridges. It is available. Ultimately, their goal is to make it available everywhere. I'm, I'm going to try it on the Tesla later. I love it. Yes. Yeah, well, you good on you that you can afford a Tesla. Tesla. <laughs> yes, you can make it work on a Tesla. So, so yes, uh, as far as moving it forward, you know, had it been more of a, hey, surprise, we have this data center and it's got these amazing blades and it now can do this, it would have probably been a, made, a, made a bigger splash, but obviously they can't do that. It's been trickling out slowly. So and this is, you got to remember, yeah, Sante, to your mm -hmm. point, I just want to add to your point. Folks, mm -hmm. we got to remember, this is this is now 18 months of COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Now, all during this COVID season, they've been upgrading and upgrading. And right at the beginning of COVID, actually right before COVID became a thing, is when this whole thing became available to 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 join in as a as a beta tester. So I think that's right when I I got it. So all of 2020, we've been seeing it in use, being iterated upon, iterated upon. You know, and those of us who could get in have been putting it on every weird browser we could find, every weird Android app we could find, <laughs> and now it's being open to the masses. And seriously, like for those who still downplay its 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 effect, you know, those who are lucky, those within us who are lucky enough to to actually have real 5G. I'm not talking about that fake stuff that they're putting on your phones and making you think it's 5G. I'm talking about the real stuff, the, the really fast. The, <laughs> stop calling me right now. Yes. The, the really fast ultra wide 5G that's probably as fast as your home connection or faster, that's the real stuff. And the countries and states that have those, they know the benefits of Game Pass because when you use xCloud on those things, it is the same if not better than almost feeling like sitting in front of your machine with the clarity and all of that, right? So as that trickles out, this conversation will, will take a whole different dimension. And those who don't understand it will reluctantly start seeing it because you know, not everyone's a fanboy. Not everyone's on the on the picket side, picket lines, right? Some of them, some folks are actually open to being nice. impressed, and there's a lot of impressing to do here. So just give it time. I, I suspect this conversation will change as it's going on in in the year to come. You know what? Real quick, before I get to Everborn Saga, uh, we got to thank Drawn TJ for the five dollars super chat. He says, "Hi, Boom and Panel, best gaming podcast ever. You're going to kill it tonight." And hi, middle aged gamer. Uh, well, thanks so much for the compliments, brother, and thanks for being here. And of course, hello, appreciate the generosity. Dan Lazaro, good and generous friend of the show, he drops a five dollars super chat and says. Got approved. Oh, this is great. This is a great story. Got approved for the Series X through the Xbox Insider program, and it's on its way. Let's go. Congratulations on your new addition to the family. And additions, we got to welcome in Cybernox, who got hung up trying to save the boy wonder. I don't know. Death Mm -hmm. in the family sounds familiar. Did the kid die? And are you back? Oh, I'm here, man. I'm glad to be here. Sorry I'm late once again. It's that's all right. It's a little bro. tough, you know. It, it's hard out there in the streets, man. It's tough. I gotta <laughs> I gotta keep it clean out there. But yeah, glad to be here. Awesome panel, awesome topics. Just uh glad I could make it in almost on time. So yeah, can get to it, man. Appreciate well, it. Well, we're happy to have you, brother. Definitely uh, it's not the same show without you, but Everborn Saga. You know, I made made mention uh that uh what what Microsoft inherently did is take a step years but you took it a bit uh, you you took it a bit further now when you talk about nintendo a a snail is ahead of nintendo uh, because (laughs) they're just so backwards but sony is the market leader currently regardless whether you believe it or not uh oh i see someone's uh uh, uh, who's that everyone's oh he's showing it on nice nice nice, no no no, i i because i'm i have it going on in the browser oh that's dope dude that's right and and i think that that and I'll what, what, what does this inherently do for Xbox moving forward? When, when you look at, okay, listen, regardless of how your personal thoughts and feelings are on Nintendo or Sony, whether you like Nintendo. them or you don't, right? I uh, love that, Nintendo. No, no, I'm not saying you particularly. I'm talking about just generally speaking, you still have to consider them a threat to Microsoft's business because they're competitors. They are bringing, they're putting out incredible pieces of hardware, incredible pieces of software. They're always going to be in the talk, especially on this show, because I support all three. But today's move by Microsoft, 
with upgrading to the Series X uh, server blades is a step in a direction that both of these companies that could be considered market leaders in their own way have fallen behind significantly. What does this do for, Nin uh, for, for Nintendo and Sony looking from the outside in? Well, so I, I think that it's very important to take note that um, there are about four companies in the world that have the capacity to do this, right? Because in, in order to make something like an xCloud work, you need the uh, infrastructure in place to make it happen, right? And, and just very simple things like handling latency and having the uh, server footprint worldwide and a cloud infrastructure that you're not paying someone else for because one of Netflix's largest expenses is paying AWS for uh, Amazon for using their servers. So it becomes a lot more difficult to run a, 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 a streaming service when you, when you have to pay for the sort of bandwidth and the pipes to run it on, as well as come up with a competitive price and have uh, the money left over to invest into new uh, content acquisitions and work on deals. So not many people can do this. And even the other players that can, they have proven that they ha don't really have the stomach for the, the, the long-term investment that is required to build this, right? So um, barring them using uh, an other cloud provided services, and we've seen uh, Sony, they have a contract with Azure that they're not utilizing yet because I think they're waiting for um, Microsoft to sort of define uh, the market and and I, I don't know how wise that is because maybe it'll be too late by then, who knows? Um, but, and even with Nintendo, like do, do either of them have the resources that it takes to one, they don't have the resources for the server infrastructure, but they can pay someone for that. But are they gonna be able to pay someone for that as well as keep a steady clip of content in and uh, buying new studios so that they can control the content that comes in and out. And I just don't know how they do that. Now, I don't think we're any in any danger of anything going away once this sort of future um, cloud uh, streaming becomes mainstream, because at the end of the day, I think that they will stay in place and Microsoft wants them to stay in place so that they don't get hit with um, uh, monopoly charges, <laughs> right? <laughs> There, you know a, what, there, dude, there was a world where where Microsoft, believe it or not, at one time had to give Apple money so that they could stay afloat only yep. because Microsoft didn't want to deal with any antitrust issues again. Right. Yeah. So we that's the world we're heading towards because what they've what everyone laughed when they said we want to hit three billion gamers. Yep. Right. They were they and, were mocked by the by, by the gaming media specifically. Who right. ran stories on that? So, so now, and it, it was important, Kay, what you showed on your phone, but what I think is even more important is the browser because they have literally, especially with Windows 11, because Windows 11 plays a part here too. Yep. Oh, huge part. They, huge they part. have made everyone's PC, and even if you have a Chromebook too, yep. so it's not just PC, every, everyone's yeah. PC is a gaming PC now. Yep. Right? 
And what happens when they start developing cloud native games? Games where, like right now, if you are, if you de develop anything in the cloud right now, you can do things like serverless apps that don't, that are not tied to a single piece of uh, virtual hardware, right? Because when you play a game right now, it's locked to like uh, customized uh, Xbox Series X console on a server blade. Yeah, but what, hap what, what happens when you start sort of building sort of serverless games to where you could you could spin you could spin out um, isn't, isn't a game that what where uh, they need Google uh, 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 Stadia was trying to show in their demo. We don't we don't we're beyond the capabilities of one console, so we can you know scale it out exponentially. Basically, is what they were, they were that was yeah. the, the dream. What, they, what games are they going to scale out? So, so well, the, the, hopefully the, Xbox will be able to finish that Kojima game they were planning on scaling out. We shall see. You know, right? So, so I, I I say all this to say this has the potential to change the way games are developed. And no, it is not taking the place of your console anytime soon. And as long as there is a market for home consoles, they will continue to make them. But what this does is make things more accessible. Today, we're capped at um, 1080p 60, but tomorrow, maybe it's 4K, you know, 120. Yeah. Right? I mean, listen, and it's, so it's, 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 just, it's a bright future. Yeah. Just imagine when you take up your Chromebook or your, your, your Surface Pro, and then you are streaming a game in 4K at 60 frames a second. And, and they solve these latency issues because they will. I know it's yeah. physics, but at some point they will. And they got a lot of technology from the Bethesda purchase, right? Even, so, even with the upgrades of the, of the blades, there's a lot of latency differences now. Like I'm not saying it's gone because when you first, first played it, it was drastic and you could feel it. Especially it was so drastic that depending on the type of game, you could either play and have a good time or it was just unplayable. Anything yeah. really twitchy was unplayable. Now... Things are changing, even now, with just the change with, with har better hardware, better networking on the Series X blades, there's a big difference even now. So it's only upward, I suspect. And, and, and one last point that I want to add to this is do not forget those streaming sticks, mm -hmm. yeah, right? Don't discount because, them. Yeah. Because when, when they say oh, either the app is built in your, into your TV, which I trust a little bit less because some of these TVs cheap out on the... Um, hardware on their TVs. Yeah. But once yeah. it's attached to a dongle that, that Microsoft builds and sells you for, you know, 50 bucks, 30 bucks, 80 bucks, whatever. And they just say, just attach your controller to this. Yeah. And then, and, and then you're, you're giving a, a console experience to anyone that wants it. What hap what happens then? What, what happens to sort of the deals that Microsoft can work out when they say, guess what? We have 300 million people playing in the cloud. That, that's a, that's a, those are our daily active users. Well, I, I, where, you know, where do you want to release your game? Yes. Well, you know, to that point, that's, this is where Xbox Game Pass is going to come into play because what you just said there is I'm going to pass this over to middle aged gamer guy because we're going to, numbers talk. You know, Everborn, you have your own business. You understand how three important numbers are. You three of them, and numbers make a big difference. Numbers get you people to uh, to to want to uh, invest in your company. Middle-aged gamer guy, yes, sir. he said something very interesting. What happens when Microsoft tells 
X developer or X publisher, we have 300 uh, X amount of people in the server right now on Xbox Game Pass playing the game. Do you want to put your game? I already know for a fact, and folks, listen, I'm not a dealer. I'm not a cult. I, I, you know, I'm not some of these other big wigs like a Jeff Grubb who have actual people I can call. Hey, Jimmy, what do you got going on with Microsoft and get the scoop? I, I have people that reach out to me. I do know several developers that I've become friends with. And I have been told, not by one, not by two, but by multiple, that there is a line, a literal waiting list to get into Xbox Game Pass. That's right now at 25 plus million. Once this thing gets off the ground, once uh, 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 you know XCloud Gaming becomes a thing and people are playing on their refrigerators, on their TVs, on their phones, people are going to want to line up because they're going to have the casual people playing their game that would potentially would miss out. For you, looking at this from a big – standing back and looking at this from a big picture, how big yeah. of a deal is this for Xbox, but more importantly, Microsoft moving forward? Well, first of all, who's going to say no? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you got those kind of numbers looking, and this is where it all comes into play. And I know, I know, remember, it was a dirty word like five years ago. And for some people, <laughs> it still is, was microtransactions. <laughs> yes. Right? A lot of these, a lot of the, even if it's cosmetic. Okay, let's just say, all right, we're going for just simply cosmetic uh, microtransactions, whatever the hell it is, blah, 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 blah. You want a fancy pink shirt? Go right ahead. Whatever you want. Okay, but the thing is, if you've got... Like you were saying, okay, let's just say you had 300 million people on the service, okay, which is astronomical. I mean, that's way more than even I would project, but I'm just saying, let's just say. I'm not talking about Game Pass either. I'm just because we're going to know a place where you can buy a game and you can just stream it straight in the cloud. Right. So then that that would give everybody access to it without the price point of sticking a $500 box in front of you in order to play the games. Yep. What does that do? That frees up money to be able to do other things. Like, for example, hey, maybe I will buy that DLC. Maybe I will buy that $50 season pass. Right? Because I didn't have to pay squat for like the last seven AAA titles that just came out, right? I looked at this fall, for example. I don't want to get off topic, but I just looked at this fall, and my wife and I game share, right? So we're looking at it, and I'm just like, okay, so what are we buying? And she literally said, I won't tell you exactly what she said, but she said, F Battlefield, we're not getting that. Yeah. I said, we can wait because it'll be in Game Pass in January. I'm like, yep, you're right. And my response was, well, F Call of Duty because I don't even know what the hell is going on with that game. And that I heard game an absolute, is supposedly uh, is a disaster. Development hell right now. Yeah. It's going to limp out of the gate and it's back in the 50s. Oh, you know what dude. I say? Oh, you know, listen, keep going because I, I don't want to go into a tangent here. No, I, I'm putting it in first place tie with Black Ops 4, that other yes. nightmare. So, anyways, Garbage. I'm ignoring that. So now I look at my fall and I said, okay, what are we buying this fall? We're like Dying Light 2, which might be in Game Pass, by the way. Dude, I'm telling you it's going to be there, bro. (laughs) Right? And Far Cry 6. And what the hell else is coming out? Everything else is coming out on Game Pass. Right? So now, what what am I spending? 80 bucks for the entire fall. I used to have to spend $700 between September and December. Now that's taken away from me. The reason why I'm bringing that up is you tie it back all into this xCloud and everything else. Now you're going to get gamers, Sony gamers, Nintendo gamers, uh, casual gamers, people who aren't even like gamer gamers. They'll get into it. Why? Because now it's accessible. And I got to tell you, for all the casuals out there or people like, like I talked to like even the fathers in the neighborhood, you know, farting around while the kids are playing in the playground. 
and they're like, hey, so like you do like a like a like game shows and stuff on YouTube and podcasting. So I'm like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, do you gave me? He goes, yeah, I got like a PS3, and I'm like, okay. And the reason why, and I got and I ask, I go, did you just give up on it or whatever? I swear to God, they're like, oh, it just it's too expensive now. That's the answer I get because you yes. know that like if you're gonna go it's right into life, a new dude. ecosystem. Is anywhere from seven hundred to a thousand dollars day one. If you yeah. buy a controller, the con or an extra controller, a console, uh, a couple of games, thousand bucks. A lot of these guys don't want to spend that because they do. I don't know. They have other hobbies or whatever. That's fine. But anyways, the point is, when you get down in this X Cloud thing, this is where it's going to blow up exponentially because you've taken away minimum anywhere from five to seven hundred dollar paywall, and because of that, now. Everybody can access, and we're not talking about you know shovelware or you know quote game pass fodder as some people would like to call it. And this and that, you're seeing the quality coming in now. Okay, the quality actually, you know what? Even when Forza Horizon Four, okay, that was a ninety plus Metacritic game, but people still were calling it shovelware. You know, but don't listen to those toxic idiots. But the point is this: I look at it that now. The first of all, by the way, this X Cloud name, what is it like? Xbox Cloud Streaming Game Pass app, whatever the hell it's called. Just hey, call it hey, X hey, Cloud. Hey, hey, Mag. Cloud gaming. Mag, to, 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 to quote coming to America, the boy mama call him X Pass, X Cloud. I'm going to call him X Cloud. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Okay, thank you. By, by the way, nice yeah. reference. I like that. You know what it sounded like the very first time because I heard Jez call it the name? I was like, that sounds like Shield from like MCU. Oh my Remember when god! When he yeah. said like the whole name, and the guy's yeah. like, "That's a bit of a mouthful." And he goes, "Yeah, we're working on it." Yeah, that's that's. I mean, should, <laughs> anyway, it should just have been called X Cloud because everybody seems to call it X Cloud. But anyways, here's the thing. Now you guys are talking about the Series X uh, Blade servers going in there. Whatever. I did not expect it this soon. Now, they, see, no I one did. That, I don't think anybody did. No, and the, see, the thing is, that Microsoft has a habit of doing this, and I will, you know, I will, you know, kind of not condemn them out because kind of criticize them on this is that. They'll say something and be like, oh, by the way, we're going to be doing this. More on that soon. 18 months later, we still haven't heard anything. You know what I mean? Remember that? Remember when uh, Phil came out in 2018 when he talked about Fable, but he didn't say Fable? He goes, and Playground Games is opening on a, uh, on a new open world experience. But we'll be talking about that soon. They didn't announce it for two more years. So I was just like, oh, my God, please don't say it's coming soon because then that means it's another year and a half. They just dropped this on us. And I was like, wow, okay. Now these guys are serious. Okay, there's no more waiting. There's no more anything. Here comes the boom. Okay, no pun intended. But like, that's what they're doing right now. And the thing is also with this, with this streaming, sir, uh, with the, uh, with the uh, Series X blades coming in there, look at what you're going to be competing against. Okay, that's the thing that you got to look at in the long run. You got to look at the, uh, what they did. Who did they knock out the box? Stadia? Garbage. And whatever Amazon Luna Amazon's was going thing to be is, is another one that's gonna just it's just gonna be baked into your your Prime membership. Yeah, people are gonna play where they can. It's not it's not gonna be a it's thing. not gonna be anything. But like Stadia, no. they knocked right out the box. It's over. Okay, Stadia's gone. So now who are they competing with? Somewhat competing with you're you're dealing with like your Nintendo Switch, uh, and I'm not talking I'm talking about on a cloud streaming service. Okay, I'm not talking about the consoles. I'm not talking about the PS5 and the Series X and the Series S. I'm talking about online. You're dealing with Nintendo because you're talking about portability. Okay. Now, when you get to the portability, yeah, okay, you could say like, you know, with, with, here's the thing. Nintendo, and I'm not really kind of, you know, whatever talking Nintendo because I, by the way, I bought one this week and because um, my, my kids were driving me nuts. And so I finally got it. But here's it is at the end of the day, I've been researching and looking in all the games apart from some third party games. Honestly, what, what is there? It's like, it's like Mario, Zelda, 
Animal Crossing, Pokemon, and everything else is just platforming. Yeah, Meg, I, I got to say, it, it's really interesting you say that. Every time people do the comparison, I always, I, I'm, I'm like, am I the only one that notices that the eShop has exactly the same games that come up, come out on Game Pass? Like, yeah, and there are exactly, a lot yeah. of the same games, a yeah, lot right. of them, but it's no true. one says that. No, I don't understand and, but I'm looking at these games because I want to buy games for myself. And I'm looking and I'm like, all right, what games do they have here? Okay, they got Mario. They got Mario. They got Mario and Zelda. They got Mario. They got Mario at the Olympics. Okay, they got Mario swimming in a pool. Well, they that, got Mario what, playing the, tennis. That's and I'm what like, the Nintendo kids want, right? They want. No, it's Mario. true. It's <laughs> true. And the thing is, let you know. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna smack talk the Nintendo fans because those guys are psychos. Okay, they are crazy. <laughs> you know what? I think they're, they're just as crazy as those My Little Pony conventions that they have at, like, the hotels. Like, those completely crazy people that dress up like ponies. And, and yeah, they're that uh, nuts. Dude, Nintendo <laughs> got it crazy. You talk, I see you what you did there, man. You, oh, talk man. you talk crazy about Nintendo. These guys will come after you. I'm probably going to lose followers as we speak. But anyways, the point is, that's what you're competing against, right? So now, what are you doing? You're going to be releasing Fables on the same size screen, I might add. Okay, because my cell phone is the same size screen as the Nintendo Switch, or at least the Switch Lite, which is what I have. Fable, Forza, Halo, Avowed, Doom, Fallout, Indie Jones, on and on and on and on and on. Back for Blood, all these other games coming. Uh, what is it? Ascent, Psychonauts 2. Like, all these games are going to be, yeah, it's, 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 it's going to go on forever. So now what do you've got? You've got this diverse catalog of games. Big triple A games that you will be able to play on the same size screen without having to spend five hundred dollars to do it because the Nintendo Switch and one game up here is still five hundred bucks. Speaking of price, and I'm not going to get into this too much, but speaking of price, here's the other thing. You know, when you got like your only competitor in the in the mobile market would be the Switch. Okay, the Switch games are you guessed it, folks, hundred and five dollars here in Canada. Yeah. For a brand new game, uh, I just looked at that because there's one I really wanted was um, uh, uh, Super Mario 3D World with Bowser's Revenge uh -huh. is $115. That is wow for one game. Okay, now compare that to 10 bucks. Yeah, if I could drop this mic, I'd drop it right now, but I don't want to break it, it's expensive. But, anyways, <laughs> the point is that is what that is what you're competing against. What's going to happen? Yes, the, like I said, I was just making jokes, by the way, about the Nintendo crowd. But you know what? They have their dedicated audience. They will always get the Nintendo products and this and that. But I, let me tell you something. Do not underestimate the power of the mighty dollar. Because at the end of the day, if a parent is sitting there going, oh, for Christ's sake, I got to buy this Nintendo, whatever the next one's going to be called. And then with like one Mario game is going to be 700 bucks. Or am I just going to give my kid my old cell phone from last year because I'm going to trade it in? You know, you know, everybody like, you know, every two years of contract, you get a new phone. They're going to throw the old phone. There you go. Xbox. Get the Game Pass. You could do it on there. You can get every single game you could possibly imagine minus the Nintendo games and obviously PlayStation exclusives. You'll be able to play all those games on your phone with no cost whatsoever, except for maybe a controller for some of those games, because a lot of them, those touch controls. Yeah, they're, 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 they're at the the rate that they're adding touch, uh, touch uh, yes. controls. Did you see this just, week? It's just, it's just bananas, dude. It's you just see this bananas. week? This no. week they added a whole bunch more. Yeah, I think it was like another ten or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't so know like, specifically what they added, but they're constantly doing the work over there. You see, this yeah. is what happens when you have a company that has been building this since the end of the Xbox 360 era. See, if people are just starting to see it now. We've been talking about this. I mean, I'm, I've only been podcasting, you know, live shows three years. 
So I've only been talking about it as long as I've been podcasting, but I don't know why people are, sh- are surprised by this. Like they, they, they again, when, Boom, when they Phil- didn't think Microsoft was going to pull it off. That's true. And you know what? For a lot of reasons, I understand it. But, you know, when Phil broke down what he wanted to do when he got that uh, that seat next to the Satya Nadala, uh, we knew that we were going to get it. And he's been he's been delivering on all his promises times 10. Uh, But listen, I got to continue on. We still we still got to get Jedi Saga. We'll get him next. Tempest Sun, are you back, brother? Are you, are you looking for me? Yeah, Tempest. All right. So, um, yeah, what, I'm what, sorry, dude. This is my dog. So, oh, yeah, go, yeah, we'll, we'll come back to you after, bro. We'll come back to you after. Cybernox, let's get your opinion on this. This is a, this is a, this is again, a literally a game changer for Microsoft, for Xbox. Uh, and, and what's interesting, I think that this isn't, no one's really talking about this, is seeing how all of the, all of these moves are converging into, I mean, it's becoming almost like a domino effect because when you start talking about uh, mobile, when you start talking about cloud, you have to bring into the conversation Japan, which, of course, is a, a, a Japanese type uh, game you're seeing live for you on the screen. Scarlet Nexus It's going to be with us the whole show, folks. I got two and a half hours of footage and it's glorious, especially towards the end because I've learned some new moves. I can't wait for you to see me throw a train <laughs> because it's ridiculous. But keeping on with this. We know what this is going to do for the hardcore. That means you're going to be able to pick up a game that you have on your TV set. You have to go and wait for your son or daughter to come out of school. So you leave 45 minutes earlier to sit in your car and play said game. And you're going to do it, right? You're going to the doctor's office. Well, I I hate the doctor, but I don't mind getting there early because I know I'm going to wait. So I'm going to play some X Cloud, playing X game, whatever. But you see... What people don't talk about is what one last generation for Sony wasn't the hardcore. It was the casual market. Mm. 85 plus percent or 85 plus million consoles sold were because of the of the of the, the casual base who wanted to play on the cool console. And I think right now you're going to see those same people who are going to be uptight about paying $70 per Sony game. And seeing what what glorious amounts of four, I think someone sent me a picture of it. it was like four hundred and thirty two games currently in Xbox mm-hmm. Game Pass, and you can get that if you're new three months for a buck, or if you if you're paying and you're just playing on console ten dollars or ultimate at fifteen. It's it's a it's a it's a value proposition that no one in any industry is doing. Not the film industry, not the book industry, not the music industry. Not even the gaming industry. They are leading on every front. What are your thoughts? How big of a deal is this for Xbox? Yeah, man, it's it's a huge deal. You know, I don't think anybody at this point can uh, count or combat the the value proposition that Xbox uh, Game Pass offers you. And I was actually surprised. I think the first time I saw that tweet, um, I thought it said Xbox One X. Because they, you know, they had the one S blades before, I believe. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, oh, okay, they're gonna go to the one X, you know? No, no, no. They're already jumping to the Series X, and I was like, <laughs> what? What is going on here? I'm just like with uh, probably a lot of uh, a lot of people on the panel, and, and I heard Mag talk about it right before. I was not expecting this so soon. Absolutely not. And I'm dying to try it, just because um, uh, I've, I've I've personally have not had a good experience with X Cloud. 
I even discussed it with you guys in the private chat, but I have an iOS device, you know, and um, there were limitations there in the beginning, doing it through the browser and things like that. Um, so I'm, oh man, I, I can't wait to go uh, after the show, um, try this, but it's, it's man, it, listen, we, we remember w- few years ago phil spencer said he he's concerned in reaching that that three billion mark i believe yep. he said. and he people laughed reach, at him people laughed. people laughed. hey remember my my uh um my uh my comment my reference to uh phil last time he walks into the he goes they called me a madman you know what i mean yep. so his vision was honestly, I believe the whole time to reach, you know, like billions of people. And then he had a plan of execution and we're seeing that plan come into fruition right now. Um, xCloud has always been, uh, I think, um, they're, they're like, um, the silver bullet, let's say, uh, to reach, to maximize their audience, to reach all these, uh, individual, all these people who can't, you know, get to a console or, you know, who, who, can't uh, potentially afford a console and uh, we see what's going on in japan now like um the the series s i believe is it's selling way better than the series x just because you know um the the, the i believe the lifestyle they have there the how how you know compact some of their apartments well they're are very minimal well, in japan exactly and that's why the yeah. series s is not only it fits their i mean listen it's not a console nation anymore back 10 years ago right. 15 years ago yes it was but still what the, the what you can get in that small package for mm-hmm. uh the, the s and the price is just yep. unmatched dude and if you throw x cloud into that now you're getting all your current devices uh, working simultaneously into gaming is it, just like a no-brainer, you know. It's uh, right now. Listen, it, you probably seen Twitter right now going crazy with this Xbox uh, Game Pass. Uh, it's promotion. been hilarious. Advertisement's been funny. Like I think everybody's been taking part of it, but it's really true. I think once you give it a try, there's so many games there. Um, I know we had that graphic boom that we sent. Like how many games that are there? that are actually quality games like it, it, all it, the it's, games it's there it's a, it, it's insane yeah so i think the vision has always been there i think we're getting to a point where you know the subscription numbers are continuously going to go up i think it's going to reach potentially 30 mil 30 million subscribers by the end of this year yep so it, it's insane man and i like like i said this has always been the vision for xbox and to see it come into fruition now and actually seeing this thing work how it's intentional how it's intentionally supposed to work it's amazing man and everybody has said pretty much what i've been thinking and um yeah it, it's awesome so you, you love to see it you know it, and gamers win at this point because now you're getting options and then with windows 11 now too being you know they're integrating a lot of their gaming uh their gaming features into windows 11 that's just going to be just another option for people to just be like oh hey yep right here boom stream go ahead and, and enjoy your game so yeah man it's great it's amazing to see it yeah absolutely real quick uh ty R- i think it's ty re uh, 23333 in the chat drops a very generous final hoop chat and says i'm at work and my series x has been officially delivered well congratulations on your new addition to your gaming family my friend you're gonna have loads of fun i'm loving my x i even love my s i have the s for the bedroom i have the x 
for the uh, the main hub where I hang out. But let's let's get our our, our guest Jedi Saga. Uh, let's get your opinion on this. This was announced today, uh, and this is a, this is something that a lot of us uh, did not think was going to happen for a while for a lot of reasons. Obviously, the shortage of the chips that make up these consoles is real. Sony's hurting, Nintendo's hurting, and of course Microsoft with two consoles is hurting. But they somehow figured out a way to get these server blades up. Uh, you know, uh, up res to the Series X, which is something we did not think was going to happen at least this year. What are your thoughts on it? How big of a deal is this for Xbox gamers? Well, see, that's what I, I, I'm so impressed by how they're able to do this. I mean, the fact that, you know, and they did it so quickly. And like you mentioned, the chip shortage. I mean, right now, you know, I was listening to that video uh, that you suggested for um, Phil and how he was talking about, how he kind of feels so bad that they don't have enough systems on the market or enough to be able to sell. This gives you an option. You don't need a system. I mean, we kind of talked about the Asian countries and how, you know, you know, mobile gaming is like the biggest thing in these in Asian countries. And the fact that you don't need a system, you're not forcing someone to buy, you know, an expensive system. You have a mobile device and mobile devices are so big in these countries. I mean, I can only imagine it being like, you know, it's going to take off. You know, the second that they really start to adopt that technology, I don't think we're going to have any problems whatsoever seeing it grow to like, you know, what Phil is looking for it to grow. I think I think it's going to be before you know it, honestly. And hey, just one other thing I'd like to add here. Sure. Mm-hmm. Now, all of those uh, people that lied about having monster gaming rigs yeah. that they can play Xbox on. Now, oh, don't get messy now. Come on. <laughs> we've we've <laughs> got a browser for you. You know, Cyber, we are the ones getting messy, man. We're just here to yeah. clean up the mess that they left. Yeah. Okay, because that mess has been going on for, 12, for eight years. We have to listen to that crap. <laughs> All right? You're still, yeah. If they were to do it in the browser, you're still in the Xbox ecosystem. Yes. And that's the part they don't get. You know, so, I mean, I'm sorry. It's like, you know, if you don't, but then that's the part that I love about Microsoft. You know, we, we mentioned it a few minutes ago, options. I mean, what other company gives you options? Microsoft is the only country, uh, company right now that doesn't force you to buy an expensive system. So, I mean, it's just, it's like a no brainer. And again, being a parent, I know, you know, my daughter's already talking about getting an S and our, well, she wanted the X and I said, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> he wants he has and i told her i said you know what you know we'll see we'll see but then i have older phones why not just let her have you know be able to use the older phone the game so i i just i love the fact that you know don't get me wrong playstation i i i'm sure you know their strategies and you know their roadmap is going to be you know they're going to be great but microsoft mm-hmm. there's so many things they're doing right now that are right and yeah. i think really people need to start looking at that Honestly, yeah, yeah, no, this, I, yeah, I mean, this, this this podcast has been brought to you by XCloud, aka yeah. the only place <laughs> you can, you, where you some PlayStation gamers will be playing Starfield in 2022. <laughs> uh, Starfield, Starfield's just the first uh, stab wound. Uh, wait, wait until the Elder Scrolls Six and Fallout Ooh. Five and next Doom and all of these other games. People are gonna have to convert. Uh, they, they're not gonna. You know what? Uh, like Macho Man, R- Randy Macho Man, bless his soul, said. You may not like it, but you're going to have to accept it. And that mm-hmm. is yeah. reality. But listen, folks, we're an hour into the show. We got 450 people here. Woo-hoo! I got to say, hit the Let's like go. button. I also got to thank two people that dropped Super Chats. First of all, the wise old gamer, generous friend of the show, he drops a $5 Super Chat and says, 
was uh, was intimate with my uh, my wife today. After 20 seconds, she was not impressed. I told her, you know, what's impressive? 300 game miles. Let's let's add an addendum to that because he he added more in the chat. She wanted the D, so I gave her the X. I'm sorry. Good on you, brother. Good on you. We have Brandon XRLS in the chat. He drops a $2 gen says, I actually don't give a damn about mobile gaming, really. You know something, dude? I'm right there with you. I hear you. Uh, it, it's not for you. Uh, you know, xCloud, not so much for Boom, because Boom is retired and I get to play on the big screen. But for people on the go, for other countries that have adopted playing games on their phones, for the younger generation, not the old dinosaurs like us, we're talking about the kids, your kids, or your kids' kids that grew up playing on a tablet, that had an iPhone in their crib with them and let them play games since they were two. That is who Microsoft is targeting. See, Microsoft is doing something incredible. They are they're giving all of the hardcore what we want, but opening the door for the casual market who plays on phones, who yes. plays on tablets, who plays on their pewters. And most folks keep play. talking about mobile gaming. It's not necessarily what you guys that's know as mobile gaming. That's right, it's, that's correct. It's We're not talking about games with friends on here. your phone. Right. It's no, not but, mobile gaming. It's console quality yeah, games like, playable on the even, phone. Even, 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 even past okay. that, though, even past that, I, I, I really want people to just bear in mind that it's not just they released it for the iPhone and Android, right? It works in literally any browser. Anything. So yeah, yeah. if your if your TV has a browser in it, you can play it there, right? Yeah. Like if your yeah. PC, you can go in just xbox.com slash play. Yep. That's it. And and yep. you can go and play on any computer you have. I was any very, computer very close to with an Xbox on a switch. Like there's a way I'm getting a browser on a switch. You have to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but it's so slow that it wasn't running. But I was this close to getting Xbox Game Pass to run on the switch. And that's probably this <laughs> close. And, so, that's pro so, and that's probably going to happen soon too. It's going to so, happen. I'm telling you. So all, yeah, no doubt. Anyone that has a PC or a laptop, and maybe you didn't get the latest gaming card or whatever, like you can play this on your PC on your computer. Maybe while you're at work. Who knows what? Yeah, you know what I mean. Turn the monitor to the side. You know. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Listen, it, it, it's going to give break. options. It, it's something mm -hmm. that's that's that no one else is doing. I think that is what speaks volumes for me as a content creator, as a fan of the brand, as, as being my first, uh, uh, you know, uh, love is Xbox. I mean, again, I I happily support all three, but where I sleep at night is at the Xbox, the Green Palace. Uh, but listen, I I got to I got to get into. Uh, the next topic, because folks, this is going to probably close out the show. We have a big panel, and this is a big topic. Now, I there is someone in the uh, chat. I'm not going to mention names because I'm not looking to argue with anyone. Felt the type of way about the way I wrote breaking about the uh, but what we're going to get into speculation town regarding uh, the uh, house that brought us Mortal Kombat 11 uh, joining Xbox Game Pass. I'm going to get into it, brother. Listen, I don't do clickbait. Uh, I wrote breaking because people in the community, people that I respect, are talking about this. So it is breaking. It's not breaking news because no one from the news is reporting it. That's why it doesn't say breaking news. So just take a chill pill and just enjoy the podcast for what it is. And if you don't, if you don't agree, hey, listen, dude, 
You can unsubscribe anytime you want, and no one is holding you by your Buster Browns to listen to this show. So by all means, either hang around or don't. I mean, listen, you, you, your choice. Uh, but big shout-out to Lethal Papa, doing what he does best, and not only defending Boom, but keeping the, uh, the trolls uh, out of the chat, and I want to thank him for the tireless work. But listen, folks, something big happened this week. Or I should say last week. And that's why we come to the point of what I think is something that's not only already done, potentially, if it's not already done, going to be done soon enough. And I'm going to bring the facts, folks. Uh, we have known for a while that AT&T, owners of WB Games, is in trouble financially, structurally, any way you want to put it. People, employees are leaving by left, left and right. They're laying off people. They're they're selling off bits and pieces of it. There's a whole bunch of stuff about five G for like three years. Sorry, (laughs) a whole bunch of stuff. But (laughs) one of the big things that happened is, and this is just the this is just the the, when you hear the mountains about to crack open and and collapse. This is what happens when you start the little pebbles start to come. EA has acquired Playdemic. Now they make a mobile game called Golf Clash. Apparently. It is a big deal, and it's such a big deal that they overpaid, uh, and they got this from Warner Brothers Games and, of course, AT&T. For folks, guess what? $1.4 billion in cash. That's right, with a B. $1.4 billion in cash is what they bought Playdemic, who makes Golf Clash on mobile. So that tells me that this was a big deal, and and, and obviously EA, they're, they're the king of sports, right? They want to be in the mobile market as well. Well, after that, we started hearing rumblings. Now, actually, let me back that up for a second, because even before this, we heard before E3, even before the end of 2020, that Microsoft had stepped in to the big, I guess, a seat at the big table, potentially buying WB Games. Now, that actually did not eventually happen, but we have heard from numerous rumblings within, again, this is all rumors, folks, that AT&T is looking to offload more. Now, we have to talk about what, of course, you see the thumbnail, and that is potentially NetherRealm Studios joining Xbox Game Studios. And you know something, folks? I think it's going to happen. And I, I and like I said, we're kind of going to stroll down speculation town, but again, it's always 70. It's sunny, full of unicorns and rainbows, and of course, all of the cab rides are free and with comp- and of course, while taking these cabs, people are feeding you ice cream. So it's it's a great place to be. But we have to go back a few a few days ago with uh, an, uh, with Phil Spencer doing what Phil Spencer does best. And he showed up on a uh, on a podcast called Dropped Frames. And of course, he mentioned Killer Instinct. And and, and as one, one of the panel members asked him, why don't we have a Killer Instinct? And this is what Phil had to say. And this is why I, I brought this into tonight's uh, topic. Phil Spencer said, I'll just say Matt Booty and I have discussed many times Killer Instinct and where we would like to go with it. And it's not out of our minds that it might be out of our it's, it's not out of our minds. But it's in our hearts. And in our minds, we want to continue to do something special with Killer Instinct. And, of course, he says it's about finding the right team and the right opportunity, he explained. But it's not due to any kind of lack of desire on our part that we're not doing more with KI because we love the franchise and we know the community's response for it is big. Now, listen, folks. 
you can take this podcast and you can say, well, boom is talking nonsense. I don't think I am. And I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I have to go directly to Everborn Saga. Everborn, you and I have been really chatting it up the last couple of weeks regarding uh, what AT&T and what uh, WB games are going to potentially do. Now, I still think that Rocksteady could eventually be added. I, I think that they're going to be a team that they're going to want to get, they're in big trouble financially over there at AT&T. And you know what you what you what do you do when you're in big trouble? Well, you sell assets that are worth a lot of money. And NetherRealm Studios is one of those assets that even though it's a big IP, the movie just came out and guess what folks? Didn't do very well at all, even showing up at of course HBO Max. It didn't do well. So we're starting to see them potentially start selling off pieces of this division everborn saga let's go to you how likely do you think that this is going to happen i mean this this is again right now we're in speculation town but there is one player in the field of play right now that is microsoft and we know that they had two some big billion dollar deals fall through right they wanted tiktok that didn't happen they wanted discord that didn't happen we heard from Satya Nadala the day of E3 that he was up there with Phil Spencer saying that, yes, we are making bigger investments into the brand and 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 they're and they're all the way in on gaming. This is this would be one of those white whale kind of a situations. I would even dare say that as great as Bethesda is, as many studios have come over. You get NetherRealm Studios. What you do is now the fighting game genre has now been brought to even field because we don't know what's going to happen with Street Fighter Six. Is that going to be a Sony PS5 exclusive? I couldn't tell you because Capcom's not talking. And there's rumors that Sony is preparing to purchase System Arc, uh, uh, System Arc Works, which makes Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue. And that again, they are looking to control just like they control the uh, the uh, JRPGs with Final Fantasy, the fighting game scene. This is a deal I think that has to get done. How likely is it going to happen? So, um, I want to talk about facts for a second, and then and then we can come to speculation town. So, these are some facts that we know. We know that AT&T tried to dabble in the content business. The content business kicked their ass, and then they are now trying to get out of it because they're in so much debt, and they need to build out their 5G networks after lying about it for three years, and now they need to really build it. Let it go. Let it go. I'm not going to let it go. Um, But they need to build out that network, so they want to get rid of all the WB assets. Now, another thing that we know, and we've seen articles about this, WB Games was not included in the uh, deal with Discovery, right? So that is, that is correct. We've seen we've actually seen that. documentation for that. Yes, right. So now we know that, um, and again, we're just talking about what the whole public knows right now. Um, we know that uh, AT and T still want, doesn't want to be in the gaming business. That is and correct. So, and so the, 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 the first domino has fallen. They couldn't sell the entire package uh, for $4 billion, but now they're going to try to piecemeal it 
Yes. And and potentially make more than four billion for it. Yes. Because we've just seen again, Playdemic Studios, one point four billion dollars. So another thing that we know is there are other studios, right? And there's issues to deal with with licensing because with the um, WB and Discovery deal, there's certain rights to games that would go over to WB versus what do they come with the studios. But the other thing we also know is that um, NetherRealm or Midway, right, does not have that issue, right? We know that NetherRealm has its own IP that is yes. separate from DC and Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. Yes. Right? And the other studio is TT Games. Yes. They make, and remember, they make the Lego games. And we know that Phil continues to talk about uh, kid-friendly content. Now, another thing we know, so we know that they're, we know that, um, they spun off WB. We know that they don't want to be in gaming. We see that they're selling uh, WB games piecemeal. And and the first domino to fall was um, was was Playdemic. Now, the next dominoes to fall are NetherRealm and TT Games. Yep. Now, um, that all the, all that being said, right? We know that EA did not buy NetherRealm or TT Games because it would have been announced with Playdemic. That yes. would have been a part of the same deal, yeah. right? So that means we're left with the other players on the table. So now, I am not going to go as far. Now, I will tell you that I think Xbox needs to make the deal happen for reasons I will come to in a second. But I'm not going to say with certainty that it is Xbox doing it. Now, I want to throw some spice into, into speculation town, right? I know it's always sunny. I know they're feeding you ice creams, but I, I want to throw some spice in here. Look at Sony right now, right? right? They are trying, like you said, Boom, to lock up the fighting genre, right? They want to buy uh, Arc System Works. And, and they want to lock down uh, Street Fighter and they bought the Evo conference. So the next piece of that puzzle to own Eastern and Western fighting games is for Sony to try to buy them. So I I will not say it's a done deal that Microsoft has NetherRealm. I think Nether, I know for a fact, and I'm all I'm gonna say is I know for a fact that NetherRealm and TT games are in play. Yes. I'm not yeah. I'm not I'm not guessing, I am not speculating and I'm not only talking about the public information. Right. right? right. Yes. But we do not know if if Microsoft has has been able to acquire them. So I think now this is the speculation part. Sony is definitely in play. Do not write Sony off. They have 44 billion in the bank. Yeah. So yes, they do have money to buy it. Yeah, and this is one of this is one of, this is one of those IPs that uh, like 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 I, I didn't read the entire story regarding the golf clash game because there's a lot more to read. It's 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 boring, so I, I I cut it out. But from what I understand, and the way the story was broken down is that EA severely overpaid for this for this IP for this for this for this team, and there's a reason for it. Someone was eyeing this studio. And wanted a part to buy this for their mobile plans, and EA was like, "Nope, 
where $1.4 billion, they said yes. I'm not saying that Sony can't afford it. I'm not saying Sony's a poor – I mean, they're the market leader for a reason. But $44 billion versus $2 trillion, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I agree with you that well, they're in it. Just, I, think, I think that, though, at the end of the day, this is one – look, I still hold Microsoft's feet to the fire that they didn't buy a, a purchase Bioware all those years ago. Like it's you're one not, of the biggest you're not gaming the only sins. One. Right? Never forgiven for it. Right. It's one of the biggest gaming sins. This is an opportunity to, I mean, th think about this just for a second. I mean, there are still people in this community that do not want to believe that the next Doom is going to be exclusive to Xbox. That the next Elder Scrolls that isn't the MMO is going to be an Xbox. People are still in these fighting in these gaming streets that Starfield, there are petitions by these people that are going to be coming to a PlayStation 5 near you. Folks, it's not happening. This is one of those deals that Microsoft, Phil, if you're listening, I know you listen to the show, brother. I've been told. If you're listening, Phil, call, pick up the bad phone, tell Satya Nadala, we need to make this. This is one of those investments that if you miss this, if you miss this, it is going to haunt you forever because of the tenacity in the fan base when it comes to Mortal Kombat. It, to be able to say Mortal Kombat uh, 12 is Xbox exclusive day one in Game Pass, it's, it's just ridiculous. Tempest Sun, let's get your opinion on this. How big of a deal... Do you think that Wait, this I'm is? Sorry, sorry, I'm I'm sorry, boom. I just wanted to just let me put a button on 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 that put, point. Put, yeah, put I, a button I, on. I, I, I so my point is, I'm not saying it's not Microsoft, but I'm saying don't write out Sony. But now, so that so, so for Sony, it would be to lock up the entire um, fighting, fighting genre. Yeah, yeah. For Microsoft, it means being able to complete compete on the Western side. Yes. So Sony may have uh, JRPGs. Microsoft has Western RPGs. Sony yes. has third-party games. Microsoft has first-person games, right? This would be a way between Killer Instinct, between Mortal Kombat, between whatever new IPs they have, this would be a way for them to do it. So what I want everyone to take from this conversation is know for a fact NetherRealm and TT games are in play. Yep. And know for a fact that you should not write Sony off it is anyone's ball game right now, and obviously and, and that's what I want to. That's the main thing I want people to understand. It, yeah. It's not we're not guessing that NetherRealm is in play. No, it no, no, is no. in play, folks. Listen, I, I I have been privy to uh, a piece of information that Everborn Saga has pr uh, presented that we cannot we cannot talk about. Uh, what we can say, and trust me, this is a man that doesn't lie. What he's saying. I saw with my own eyes, TT Games and NetherRealm Studios are in play for an acquisition. I'm telling you, I've seen it. Everborn Saga said, boom, you got to see this. I nearly fell out of my chair, but that is all we can share with you. Trust us when we tell you we are no, we don't BS when it comes to this stuff because obviously the internet will hold our feet to the fire. But Tempest Sun, when you talk about NetherRealm Studios... Mortal Kombat is a franchise that's almost two decades old. And it is uh, it's probably more than that. It, it's, 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 it's a franchise that if you can say exclusive means a big deal. But we have to get into more of that. Mm -hmm. You see, 
in that interview with Phil Spencer on that podcast, that's a bunch of guys just like us. Mm-hmm. He specifically said, we don't have anyone to make the game. Well, this purchase not only gets you Mortal Kombat, but it allows you to up the ante with your team members at this studio, NetherRealm Studios, to now make Killer Instinct. I mean, we have seen conversations in public online from Ed Boon saying that he would stop making a Mortal Kombat to make a Killer Instinct. Right. I think I think the writing is on the wall. What are your thoughts, and what are the importance of Microsoft overspending to make sure that Sony or someone else doesn't get this, uh, this IP? They can do it. <clears throat> I truly believe that they uh, they should do it um, for numerous reasons. One, uh, Microsoft's whole thing right now is no matter what type of gamer you are, they got you covered. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anybody else on this panel here or even in the chat who gives a crap, but there is some people out there that like RTS games. Guess what? I'm covered. They yes. even made an XCOM style game, right? Uh, the only genre they haven't, they have a flight simulator for crying out loud. The only thing they haven't touched on since 2013 <laughs> is fighting. And um, they need a studio to do that. And the thing about NetherRealm is they release incredibly high quality stuff. They committed, and the proof is in the pudding, but they, Ed Boon committed to not have like crunch culture in his development house, right? Uh, what ended up happening is the DLC characters for the last um, Mortal Kombat, it took forever for those characters to come out. So uh, that tells me for such a prestigious studio, they might could do with some more funding, uh, some more manpower uh, to make that stuff roll out quicker uh, and maintain uh, the, the no, the no crunch and the, uh, the quality that they are putting out. Right. Um, So they might need new funding. They, they, Ed boom could probably make great use of that. Right. The other thing I actually like about, Ed Boon in particular is if anybody remembers their history, they are not, they are not scared to um, explore other genres or, or yes. do other things. Yep. And I think, I think he really, really wanted to make that work. I think he wants to make a plethora of different things. Right. And the way you allow him to do that is give him a second team, give him a third team there at Never Realm if they were to be bought. I mean, look at Obsidian right now. They have like, how many games in development? Just ridiculous Obsidian? amounts, dude. It's and that's ridiculous. what we know. Yeah, that's what we know of. Exactly. So take somebody like Ed Boon, give him unlimited budget. Let that man go to town. You know what? He could probably make the next uh, Injustice, the next Mortal Kombat, and whatever passion project he wants to make at the same time, if they have the funding, right? You know, he could probably do whatever he wants to. And about Sony locking down the uh, fighting game genre, they can't let that happen. Uh, you're not going to just start hiring random developers, developers, even if they have a passion for fighting games. These people that work on these games know what they are doing, and the yeah. fighting game genre is so different than anything else out there. I used to be a fighting game freak. I used to try to do combos in Street Fighter 4 that were called one frame link combos. One frame out of each 60 frames, you know, just 
all these like crazy things. The, uh, the, 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 the data on the hit frames for the characters, it's just, it's a whole different beast, right? And to this day, most developers can't get the basics right with the net code. Yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, it's, you, it's, Tempest you, Tempest, you are so right on that. There are only a few studios that can properly do a fighting game. Right. And Amazon has scooped up the, the studio that made Killer Instinct. Uh, mm -hmm. I can't remember the, that, they're, that they're, studio they're, they're name they're not, right yeah, now. They're, they're, they're not even, yeah, they're they're not even Cap, a, a studio anymore. Capcom is Capcom. And then you have Arc Systems, which uh, allegedly Sony is going to buy. And the only one left after that is really NetherRealm. Uh, Another realm, yeah, or, or 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 the guys who make Tekken. I don't know yeah. what what studio specific. I know it's Harada, it's Namco, yeah, yeah. Sure, but right. Yeah. So so it, there's not many. It's a very specialized genre, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And yeah. and and it is very important if you 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 kind of need to lock up one of them. I'm not saying they will because it seems lately that Microsoft has not had luck because I don't think that they should have telegraphed that they're going to spend money. You can't tell everybody you're going to spend money and then you um and then you you get a 2 trillion dollar uh market cap valuation and then think yeah. they're not going to overcharge you. The flip side right? of that is those studios then can't go to Sony and say, "Well, Microsoft was going to give us 10 billion, but we asked for 12. What are you going to give us?" They're not going to be able to give them the 12 billion, you know no, what I'm saying? Yeah, but not. Microsoft <laughs> has to vet these things and they're going to they're going to ask themselves what will be the return on their investment? If they have to spend X billions on a thing, maybe it's more beneficial to them to buy Sega, a whole publisher, than to buy a single studio, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's it's not as simple that just because, the reason Microsoft has so much money is because they're smart with their money. And yeah. they weigh these things versus what is the potential of buying this studio or this publisher versus others. So yes, they can afford it, but will they do it b based on their projections of what what they're trying to accomplish? And we just <clears throat> don't know that we have because well, it, it has to be worth more to Microsoft than it is to Sony. And that's the part that I, I hope that it is. But we don't know that it is. Well, the one. Th OK, so the other thing I got to say about this topic here is if I, I don't I, I mean, yeah, I'm the Xbox guy. Typical of me to say this, but I don't want I don't want. Sony to purchase Arc System Works um, because they're those their games from that studio are just at the point where I, I'm even at the point where do I want to buy them or not? And if you know, so anyways, that, that's just my thing. Um, I, I think that would be bad because especially from somebody like me who's into this kind of stuff, um, you know, Microsoft is seen as the the company that wouldn't get like the quote unquote Scarlet Nexus. Thank goodness they got that. Um, so that'd just be one more thing that you know Xbox wouldn't get for those people that want to see the Japanese culture brought to the Xbox, right? So that's one thing. But the other thing here is. The fighting game genre is, I actually believe, one of the more niche genres. If you were to pull up what these games from like Arc Systems, what especially the ones that are exclusive to Sony, what they sell, it's it's not gangbusters. It's not. There's only a few fighting games. It's a very series. niche market, dude, for sure. Yeah. But here's the count. The there is a couple series that go beyond the fighting game uh, click, if you will. Yes. And one of them, the main one, the top dog, is Netherrealm. 
Injustice, yes. but especially Mortal Kombat, those th those like transcend what other games can do. And I am also incorporating um, Street Fighter into that. the The latest Street Fighter that was exclusive to Sony happened to be the worst selling Correct. Street Fighter in, in the history of the franchise. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think unless they purchase Capcom, which isn't going to happen, unless they were to purchase them. Uh, I don't see the next Street Fighter being exclusive. I, I don't see that Cap this time around. Capcom with their uh, Monster Hunter World money and Resident Evil money, right now I don't think they need any exclusive deal for something like that, Street Fighter. I think that also like, debunked out of the leak uh, out of Cap Capcom that came out not too long ago that the next one wasn't going to be. It was going to be multiplayer as long as those leaks are to be believed because there was a big dump of data. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, that's you know, that's good news. So as yeah. far as like the topic of will Sony lock all of it down? No, they don't. They don't. They can't. They won't. They will try. But the one that Xbox can't let slip out of their fingers this. is the yeah. ones that even the casuals will play, even if they're not fighting game fans. And that's Netherrealm. They, they can't they can't lose this. If Neverrealm goes anywhere, I would personally like to for it to go to xbox because people that don't have the system can play it for 10 bucks a month yes. on their phone yep. right so yep. if it's going to go anywhere let it go there or let it go to a third-party publisher who will then let the game be on everything so a lot of people can play it that's the way i see it anyway no, I mean, it makes perfect sense. K. Santa, let's bring you into the conversation. Now, we're going to get middle-aged gamer guy because I know he's going to have a lot to say about this. Listen, this is this is one of those situations. Only because Everborn and I are privy to some information that others aren't, uh, I think that this is going to happen. But you know something? I want to take it a little further, K. Santa. I think it has to happen. I think this is one of those situations. I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to reiterate it. Microsoft is making all the right moves right now. This is one of those moves that have you have to bring this franchise to Xbox. I don't care so much about saying exclusive because Microsoft is going to give you an ability to play on an abundant of places, whereas Sony would lock it behind the PlayStation 5, and that's it. And again, this is one of those... This is. We just heard Phil Spencer said we don't have someone to make Killer Instinct, but Matt Moody and I have had these conversations. We had we know the for the, fran the the fans want it. Uh, problem solved, in my opinion. What, what do you what do you what what is the importance to you to Nether Realm joining Xbox Game Studios? So this, uh, um, what I will I will preface this by saying I'm completely biased. Okay, so uh, I'll give you the reason why I'm biased. Okay. Uh, when I was, what, 15, 16 years old, I, I lived in the Netherlands at the time. I moved to the States in 2001, different conversation. But in the Netherlands, we used to have tournaments, Mortal Kombat tournaments. Right. Uh, I had I had a book pamphlet this big with nothing but the, 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 the every move list, every secret, every code, every combo. <laughs> we would have tournaments. I think the most I ever won was about, what, uh, 600 guilders, which, which equates to about, I'd say, what, $300, $400 now in, in today's money. But for a 17-year-old boy, I was a millionaire, okay? <laughs> and like, so that, that tells you where I'm coming from with Mortal Kombat. Uh, Mortal Kombat was the first game that, that needed 
the creation of the ESRB. It invented the ESRB because it was just that good. If, if, if those of you who of a certain age remember, right? The, uh, uh, before Mortal Kombat, there was no ESRB. Games were just released. When that game came out, it, it Congress, the whole situation, they ended up needing a, a, a regulatory body to tell you that, yo, this game might not be for your children, right? So <laughs> <laughs> this game has history, okay? So for me, is it important for Mortal, for Mortal Kombat to land, for NetherRealm specifically, to land with Microsoft? Me personally, for, every, for all the reasons that you folks have, met, have, have very astutely mentioned, I think that if it has to be bought, it has to be bought by Microsoft. Why? Because, you know, take the whole, take the whole, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 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 um, preferred plastic thing aside, right? We've worked, most of us on here are, are Xbox gamers. That's fine, right? But even if I'm not an Xbox gamer, assuming I'm a, I'm just a guy who plays what I play. Maybe I, I play Xbox this time. I play PlayStation next time or whatever. Uh, I am a, I'm a Mortal Kombat fan and I want to know where to get it. It should land in a place where more people can get into it for cheaper. Yes. And that's Xbox. Yeah. That, that is a fact for, for no one can deny. You may like it, you may not like it, but that's a fact. If a game today lands on Xbox, you don't even have to own the hardware. You don't have to pay full price. You can literally do it like folks do it with, with the, the Mandalorian and the rest of them. You subscribe for a month, get your fill, and then stop. And you've had the game experience, right? That's what Xbox wants you to do. They want you to try it, and obviously they hope that you like it so much that you stay there, right? But you can easily do that, right? As a PlayStation gamer, if you know that, oh, man, my, 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 my game of choice is going to leave me, you want Xbox to have it because that means you can get into it cheaper than you would have if you got it on a, on a PlayStation. You know, so the, the argument that where should it go, it should Anyone with any common sense should say it should go to Xbox. Why? Because it makes it cheaper for you to play it. Anyone, any you, who that may be. Now, as far as its importance, it is very important. And I love the fact that Phil understands the importance of that gaming, that uh, fighting genre. It's an old genre at this point, right? But he is, like us, of a certain age. I think I checked he was 54 last yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a man of a certain age. You know, I'm 40. We're all of a certain age. And at that time, when we, when there was a time when fighting, the fighting genre was the genre. It was all there was. All the others were secondary to the fighting genre. You know, you know, putting the quarter down used to be a rite of passage, right? And yes, we all sir. remember that very, very fondly, right? Now, and even to make matters even worse, now you're talking about Ed Boon's studio, the man who has been so prolific, so devoted to Mortal Kombat that studios have changed, but the IP has not. Right, Everborn mentioned it already. Midway, Netherrealm, even before that, you know that Ed Boon started that in college. Like yes. he started, he started Mortal Kombat in college, and he's had almost every role in the development process until now. Right, and now he's just the guy that promotes it. He used to be the guy who was literally like taking Photoshop, uh, taking photos of, fo uh, of folks to be uh, mocap back yep. when mocap wasn't a thing. They were one of the first. Them and Pit Fighter. One of the first to actually do, hey, digital recreations of real humans being recorded into the video game, you know. And does it? where does it fit? I think it fits perfectly in Microsoft's frame right now, right? Look at the studios in their, their, their stable at this point. They're saving all the classics, right? Yes. Where, is, where is, is, is Double Fine? Xbox. Where is Obsidian? Xbox. 
Where is Bethesda? Ninja all these theory. studios, Ninja Theory, you know what I mean? All these studios that with the times changing, with game budgets getting huger, they would not last. We know this, right? It, it's 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 a well-known fact in the gaming industry that hey, you know, the middle, the 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 mid-tier has kind of eroded, right? If THQ Nordic wasn't coming up buying up uh, studios uh, left and right, there would be no mid-tier at all, right? Yes. They're slowly trying to recover that mid-tier, right? So all those studios that we love and those genres that we love from back in the day are very much on the chopping block right now, as games like Fortnite and all these other free-to-play stuff just take over the entire environment. This is Microsoft going, look, we we're, 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 we see the future. We're, 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 in certain cases with xCloud and, uh, and the rest that we've already discussed, they see the future far more than the others. But they also recognize the past. And that's the reason why, even though they don't need E3, they're like, we stand with E3. They yeah. don't need these things. They still stand because they're trying to both adhere to the future, but also recognize that, that folks from a certain age are also gamers, and we appreciate this stuff. So yeah. I love what Phil had to say about, you know, uh, about with uh, with Mortal Kombat, uh, with uh, Killer Instinct, uh, rather, and them needing to find the right developer to do it. You know, we, uh, we've all seen the Ed Boon tweets about, please, you know, would love to work on Killer Instinct, you know. It, 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 it's, it's a marriage made in heaven. It, it writes itself. I really hope that Mortal that Mortal Kombat ends in Microsoft Sable because if it doesn't and it ends up in in in, uh, in with let's just say PlayStation, will I be happy? Sure, I'll still I'll play it on the Xbox on the PlayStation. It'll cost me seventy plus bucks, which is unfortunate, you know. But that doesn't mean they won't make an amazing game. I'm sure they'll make killer games. I'm sure we'll we'll see you know Kratos uh, being a feature somewhere, which I think some some games have already. Yeah, done. I believe he's already he's already a character. I think once before. exactly. So so it's not the end of the world if Mortal Kombat uh, doesn't end up with Microsoft. But for for us gamers, and when I say for us gamers, I mean all games. I mean if you are a PlayStation only gamer, you want Mortal Kombat to end up with Xbox because you'll play it cheaper than if it ends up on your own platform. Yeah. It's the truth. It is. Ch take a look at your your baseball game. People are playing it cheaper than you can, and it's on your platform. So in the, at the end of it all, if it has to go somewhere, as as Tempest, I think, it also said, you know, let's let's keep it multiplayer if it can be, because they've always been that way, and 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 you know, that's that's the way it's supposed to be. I enjoy the fact that since they are multiplayer, they have the the benefit of being able to just get so many weird IPs from all over the place and just kind of bash it into the game. You know, I really like what they've developed for, for them for that. And, and I think it's because they're multiplayer that they have that more options, right? If you go to any kind of IP holder and you say, hey, we're multiplayer, we're Mortal Kombat, you'll most likely get your Rambos and your and your Terminators and all of that, right? And if it if it's only on one platform, I, I see a world in which they go, unless of course we're talking, you know, 50 million Game Pass subscribers or plus or whatever, but in the world where, it, you know, you're dividing the cake, it's easier for that that third party uh, ip holder to go nah we don't want to we don't want to you know dilute our brand so small it, it, with such a small base but if it's third party it's easier right but at the end of the day game pass is literally changing the game you know all the all the users are coming to it we're seeing the numbers grow and grow so i hope personally that it does join uh, a more uh, uh, that it join uh, um, microsoft if it doesn't though please 
leave him alone. No death threats. This is not the end of the world. That's what I think. Of. No, no. I mean, and that's a great, uh, great. I mean, great stuff as always. What can I say? Middle aged gamer guy. I got to get to you, but I got to catch up on a few of the super chats. First of all, acute perspective becomes a channel member. Thanks a lot, dude. Super appreciate okay. that. Uh, the support is greatly appreciated. Daniel Jackson. Uh, drops a five dollar super chat and says Xbox should buy a Sobo and also throw some money at uh, someone to get us a new banjo 3. Dude, I've been banging the banjo kazooie drum for years, and this what it's gonna happen. A, I just a Sobo is already in pocket though, right? Like 10 years on uh, yeah, uh, on on, on flight, flight sim, sim and yeah. and there was a uh, time. There was a time when people had said that about Bioware at Microsoft. Yeah. There was a time uh, uh, in between uh, that. I hear you. Also, I want to I want to shout out to all the people in the chat that uh that are just making up numbers about Sony's like cash on hand and market cap. <laughs> yeah, I saw like that. <laughs> I have to keep like sending like PDFs of Sony's financials. financial PDFs. That's right. Like if you go ahead and read it because I have right. Black and white. I, 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 I work in the financial industry during the day. I'm not. I don't have to like bullshit about Sony's numbers. But go ahead, check it out. It's not yeah. 55 billion. Well, let, anyway. let, let me continue. JD Gamer drops a five dollars in chat and says Microsoft must not allow Sony or any other publisher to purchase NetherRealm. The long term, the long term cost to the Xbox brands would be devastating. I agree one thousand percent. Middle aged gamer guy. Yeah, man. We heard Phil Spencer passionately talk about Killer Instinct. And that's why I love that man, because Killer Instinct, one of my favorite franchises, I literally, folks, was watching. Now, this is back in 2013 when I was still working. Uh, I had taken what you know we call meal, and I specifically made sure that I was signed out so I could watch <laughs> the Xbox in uniform. Uh, and when I am telling you right now, when they when I heard the Killer Instinct theme song, I nearly broke my neck jumping up and hitting the ceiling. It was something that I had been waiting for for years. It happened. And here's what's interesting, folks. Back in 2015, because I, 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 I bring the show notes, Ed Boone tweeted and said, I would love to make a Mortal Kombat versus Killer Instinct. The only thing is it would be exclusive. Don't you know that head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, immediately responded to Ed Boone and said, I would love that, end quote. Folks, this is something that has been brewing for the last six years, and I think it's a reality. I think it's a reality simply because it's a situation, Mag, that has mm -hmm. to be done. Microsoft could not take no for an answer. I think that you overpay simply because you kill two birds with one stone. You get an epic IP in, in uh, Mortal Kombat, you get potentially a, a developer to make your Killer Instinct 2, and you get to put this as exclusive in Xbox Game Pass, but not exclusive like PlayStation would do it, where only PlayStation 5 players would get it. You can play it anywhere. How important do you think this is based on the information that you have? <laughs> Well, I can't say everything that I know, but I will say one thing. Shout out to Kiyosante for calling out Pit Fighter, by the way. <laughs> Pit Fighter. Oh, my God. Oh, my so God. Like he said it was one midway. I know. Like, it was just like thinking about it. Like, of a certain he, age, you know? Oh, my God. Dude, <laughs> when, I when you said it, I just kind of jumped out of my chair. I'm like, did he just say Pit Fighter? Because I'm like, yeah, you had to go to the bowels of the arcade to find that one. It was always, it was always shoved in the back next to Galaxian. Uh, anyways, 
besides all that nonsense, this is incredibly important to Microsoft, not for the IP. I'm telling you, it's not really for that specific, like the Mortal Kombat IP. I think it's more about what they're doing right now is that they're building that mindshare. And this would be a mindshare move once again, yes. showing that you that you are buying pedigree, that you are adopting pedigree. You are adopting history. And by doing that, what you're doing, you're preserving what, you know, Phil's a big, I know he's a big uh, fan of this, is that uh, it talks about uh, preserving gaming history. Yeah. Okay. And the culture of gaming and everything else, right? He's more about the preservation of what, like, that's why you're able to go back and play all these games that you're able to play or whatever. A lot of companies just leave them behind, but like, oh, you want that game from 20 years ago? Sure, let's let us just repackage it and then we'll sell it to you for full price. Go f yourself. You know who I'm talking about, yep. okay? So like you know those kind of companies, but you know he's not into that. The thing is, like I said, getting back to the actual topic at hand here. Okay, what you're doing is you're buying the mindshare. Now, uh, something that Everborn had said um, about them uh, selling off their company's P uh, their, the dev teams piecemeal is absolutely correct because what ends up happening is you can end up having a bidding war for each and every single one of them. And then you end up on top as opposed to selling it, you know, wholesale, so to speak, or like, all right, buy the lot for four billion. You could probably make seven or eight billion if you keep selling them off. Oh, piecemeal. dude, there's no, there's no doubt they're going to make more money piecemealing it. For Absolutely. Sure. And the yeah. thing is, this is not a oh, maybe Microsoft should look into it. No, I think Microsoft has to buy them. They yeah. have to buy them. They have to. And the then the re the thing is, it's not for like I said, it's not for any other reason. We just don't want Nether Realm to fall into anybody else's hands okay because the thing is i do not like the idea like for example like you just you said it yourself like a minute ago playstation or sorry so if sony purchased this it would be it would be exclusive to the playstation 5 only you might get it on pc two years later but yeah. who cares two years later you know what i mean like now they're talking about like oh yeah by the way you know ghost of tsushima is coming out next year on pc who cares if you were going to play it you probably would have already played it between now and then, right? So, like, to me, you you missed the boat, okay? You missed the boat of the popularity, whatever else. That's what I see there. So, anyways, it, what you said about with Microsoft getting it, you're going to get it on tablets, on phones, on console, on PC, on basically everything except for the PS5. And uh, and maybe even the Nintendo Switch. God knows what they're up to. You, you, you never you know. know. Fun fact, Mag, and I want to go on record saying this. I believe fighting games should be multi-plat because I think it's better for the fighting community. Now, I want all the free stuff from Game Pass, sure, because that's what I think they should be cross-play. This is my own opinion. I, I don't yeah. not think I know anything. But I think all, all Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, all of that should be cross-play and... Uh, um, and all that. That's just my opinion on it, but I just wanted to put that out. Yeah, because it's fighting games. No, I agree Only with you. Only fighting games I believe that about. Everything else, you get nothing. Yeah, I'm just like MMOs, right? It should be available everywhere, right? Yeah, they should, but the thing is, will it have to when Game Pass starts hitting 30, 40, 50 million? True. You are going yeah. to have all those people who were exclusively on that Sony side or the Nintendo side I'm or the PC one. side. Yep. Now they're going to be able to access it from anywhere. So essentially, in a way, you're getting that crossplay without getting without having to use crossplay because people will be adopting it. Like if you're not if you're not really in Xbox but you want to play it, they're going to adopt it in a different way as a secondary console or a secondary gaming unit, right? So that's what they're gunning for. 
So I think that they will keep it exclusive to bring you over one way or another. And that's why I was saying earlier in the show, that's why they're dropping that $500 paywall. So the people who do own a PS5 don't don't have the money to drop another 500 bucks on an Xbox. They'll be like, all right, fine. But now you can play it on your phone in bed. Yep. Or you can play it on your laptop at work. Or you can play, you know what I mean? I don't have to keep reiterating that over and over, but that's that's basically the idea. So I don't think that they would make a multiplayer. I think they will keep it exclusive and make people adopt it as a secondary gaming system or a secondary but, but, gaming but, ecosystem. But Mag, what about the next time you see a PlayStation guy talking smack on Twitter and you say, put your quarters up? Well, and, 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 and then you can give them a virtual beatdown. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw uh, a rickety crunch into this. I'm going to say this. Listen, I, I I know that people don't aren't aren't like really into the exclusive thing. Mag said it correctly. Mind share is what we need to steal, and yes. we, they've been doing it. Understand? Do you understand the blowback that was the Bethesda deal that happened? over a year ago and people are still talking about it it's still generating a conversation you, you know you what, lock in that. you lock in mortal Kombat. you say nether realm yeah. studios has now is studio 24 or 25 because i heard from an inside source which i will not say who it is of course that there's a deal already done they're just waiting to announce it i don't know if that's the mortal Kombat oh. deal they were not specific but i know that a deal with a studio is done so now, how is that mindshare going, by the way, Boom, since September? Uh, because even I think when it's you been go all green for Xbox. Because you can go in any PlayStation show, and all they're doing is talking about Xbox. Uh-huh. That's true. For two hours. I don't hear them talking about they'll talk about Sony for like five minutes, and then it immediately goes over to Xbox. So you know what you're doing? What, what they're doing? They don't even realize they're doing it. <laughs> you're selling all these people on getting that mindshare because they're like. Jesus Christ, I just listened to this two-hour PlayStation podcast, and for an hour and 55 minutes, they talked about Xbox. But anyways, that's besides the point. Another thing I want to bring up quickly before I pass off the mic here is that uh, Tempest said something very interesting about Ed Boon. Uh, I feel that Ed Boon, because of maybe for financial reasons, especially with the W Balls uh, overlord that they got over there, yeah, uh, you know, you got. I think maybe he was pigeonholed into this fighting genre. Now, I know he likes it. I know he loves it. It's his life's work. But, I mean, if you were to sit down with the dude and have a beer and be like, Ed, you know what, man? What have, what have you always really wanted to do? I bet you the answer would be something different. Yeah, And I'm here's sure. the thing. What has every single developer and every single development studio say the minute that they are acquired by Microsoft? What is the first thing they always freedom. say? Freedom. They freedom. Say that, Thank you. Turn into William that. Wallace. That's right. Freedom. Okay? They have the freedom to do what they want, always wanted to do. They have the creative freedom to move forward. They have they have the freedom to be able to expand their diversity in the in the gaming space. They have all these look at compulsion. When they were brought in, the minute compulsion came in, they're like, We got some, we got something going. Yeah. You guys got the money? We got an idea. And now they're doing what I think is going to be a very special game when it does come out. Uh, Ninja Theory said the same thing. Ninja Theory is like, we don't have to worry about the lights? Okay. Well, we got this idea and this idea. And what did they turn into? Right now? Yeah, like Ninja Theory is slowly going to turn into the insomniac of the Xbox. I absolutely agree. They're going to be cranking out hits after hits. Now, the other thing, Everborn said it again. 
the TT game situation. I think that that's going to go hand in hand with this whole Nether Realm thing. I don't think it's only going to be Nether Realm. I think this TT games is huge, and I'll tell you why. A year ago, anyway. Phil said last summer he said he wanted more family friendly content on Game Pass. What better way to not only get, let's say, the Skywalker saga, which has been mysteriously delayed till 2022, by the way. Yeah. Um, and that game looked like it was ready to roll. Yeah. And so now that game is going to be coming on 22. What what other better way to start with that game coming out there in, in the Game Pass and then launching all 22? Because, yes, I actually researched it. Uh, there's actually 22 other Lego games that they have. And made. I own just about every one of them. Hey, right. But, 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 but you Mag, drop all 22 of those in the Game Pass like EA Play and Ubisoft Plus. Ba-boom. Mag, Mag, you get TT and now you got a studio to do Banjo-Kazooie. Hello. That's right. Yep. How are you doing? So now you've just got saying. that. And maybe you've got Ed Boon working on the next um, uh, Mortal Kombat Blue versus Instinct. KI. And yep. you could have another team that, because uh, you know they've been bulking up studios like nuts, right? Just because they bought Ninja Theory, did they didn't have 20 guys still. Now they got like hundreds, right? So the other thing is they build up these studios. Mm -hmm. So now you've got TT making a, a Banjo-Kazooie for Boom, and then you've got Ed Boon making a, an adventure game or something. You, you don't know what the hell these guys and want to do. And a part of you know this, because we don't know, again, we don't know, uh, you know, again, at, at some point, Rocksteady uh, is going to come into the conversation. Ooh, uh, again, we don't, we don't know, but right now we know, we know, again, based on what we've seen, TT and NetherRealm are in play. Those are those are very important for Microsoft. Like I said, the two reasons I already gave you the ones for NetherRealm. I'm giving you the other ones for TT Games. You drop 22 it. Lego games into Game Pass. Like I said, just like you would the EA Play or the DLC. Here you go, free. Take it. Yeah. So, so and then you drop, or, or like Bethesda. Remember how Bethesda did it? They they acquired them. They go. By the way, here's the first 20 games that they've got from Bethesda, and then they gave another <laughs> 10 more this summer. So they've yep. got like what, like 30 games now from Bethesda. You drop all the TT games into Game Pass. You've instantly overnight solved your family friendly problem. Yeah. Good question for me. Wow. Good question for me, Boom. Uh, about the thing with uh, Rocks uh, with uh, Rocksteady, right? My question is: Is Rocksteady that important without Batman? Because uh, as we know, it would not necessarily something? come with Batman. Yeah, yeah I mean, but I'm, here's I'm just saying, well, in the world, in a world what? where Rocksteady comes, third. well, while well, Rocksteady sells without Batman, but NetherRealm sells with MK. Which is more valuable then? Well, no, I mean, there's no doubt the, Mo the Mortal Kombat's more valuable. Here, here, here's here's something interesting to that point. Mm. Rocksteady, right? We know that they're, they're they're making a Batman game, right? I mean, you know, a superhero game, right? Okay, mm -hmm. it's great. But one of the things that Microsoft is missing in this portfolio, which I think Mortal Kombat would take, uh, would, would would take a spot. TT Games would take a spot. What my thought theory is for uh, for Rocksteady is they could technically get a Marvel character, any go. Marvel character, and lock that exclusive behind the Xbox and PC uh, Xbox Game Pass, the same way Sony has Spider-Man locked up. What, you're and, right, and you should know. So and quickly, look at Disney's in bed with myself, Microsoft right now. Yeah. Myself and Everborn Saga have a bet that between the last E3 and the next E3, I bet that they will lock down a, a, a superhero of their own kind to to match Spider-Man. And I had my argument. No I said no they don't need to. Well, I'm not saying they need to. They don't need to do a damn no, no. thing. I'm they saying don't. they don't need to and they won't. That's the bet we have for next year. Because if you if you check the cash on hand between both of, both the companies, they don't need to do a debt. They can just go to sleep right now. And they're still fine. But I mm -hmm. still think between the last E3 
and the next one, you will hear a Black Panther game, uh, something of that ilk that will come to Xbox. Specifically for I, Xbox. When I say I, Xbox, I mean every place where Gay Pass lives, which is also I, PC. I hope you're right, but I know you're wrong. Uh, I mean, listen, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we will definitely uh, explore that whether or not it happens. Real quick, Raiden mm-hmm. Blade drops a five dollars chat and says, Hello, panel. Just woke up and saw the title. Has this happened or are we just chatting? No, we're just chatting, but we're talking because Everborn Saga and I are privy to some information that we cannot speak about any more than we know for a fact that TT Games and NetherRealm Studios are and on Midway. the table for but a purchase. And Midway. But and and, and Midway. Like- yeah, right. right. So, and, and, that, and that's all That's all we can say. We can't say anything more than that. But anything else you'd like to add before I bring CyberNox back in and we'll get Jedi what? Saga's uh, opinion? One other thing. Where does Avalanche fall in this? Because we already know they're doing a deal with Avalanche for contraband. Mm-hmm. And w- mm-hmm. and the, the way that that was presented at E3 was very suspicious. interesting to me. It's they really yeah. presented it like it was a first party studio. It did. And, right? and that could be the studio they that's already Xbox been locked Xbox Game up. Studios. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that, um, that, that, that fart in the elevator and you guys Go ahead. And, and none of the insiders have, have have even come back with any kind of additional info after that. It's right. all just kind of left it on the stage, and they haven't said anything about that. No, I think they're all, they're all, they're all, they're all in a holding pattern. But Mag, anything you want to add, brother? Okay, he's on mute. So let's let let's get to cyber. Cyber. What yeah. what is the importance of Microsoft? Uh, even overpaying for this deal uh, again, they have the money to spend. They wanted to invest in TikTok. That didn't happen. They yeah. wanted to invest in Discord. That didn't happen, right? But now they have the money, and this is one of those studios that I think this is this is a situation that could not, absolutely not, in my opinion, go to the Sony side. Microsoft has to lock this deal down for a lot of reasons, but more so, they kill two birds with one stone. They mm-hmm. get a developer for Killer Instinct, and they bring over the house that brought us Mortal Kombat. What are your thoughts? Uh, it would be great for them, you know, especially uh, with their portfolio in hand if they want to keep diversifying their portfolio i think uh we would all agree that the only the only genre at the at the moment um that they're missing is is the fighting genre you know we know that they're developing um all those um so many other games potentially all the games that we care for you know that i think we're gonna get that mature third person story driven game eventually in the future as well and netherrealm just fits so well with what they're trying to do mm-hmm. and you know we've seen hints back and forth kind of kind of what you alluded to boom with ed boom saying hey you know i'd love to work on another killer instinct and then with phil spencer dropping those little hints at the end of you it'd be great and like and like you said, Microsoft got this guy wanting to burn. I do agree with the, uh, Everborn said. I think they showed their hands a little bit earlier. Or maybe yeah, they you're still... botting real bad, brother. We ba- we could barely hear you, brother. You're botting really, really bad. Sorry about that. I don't know. That's okay, brother. We'll, 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 come, we'll come back to you. We'll come back to you in a second. Maybe you could reset the, uh, the pewter before we get on out of here. But uh, yes, uh, Jedi Saga, let, let, let's get your opinion on this as we get uh, Cyber to reset his pewter. Um you, you, you heard what we had to say. I mean, the question is simple. The severity of the IP going anywhere but Microsoft uh, is, 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 I think, really the question. But when you think about Microsoft's biggest problem, 
with the fighting genre. They have an IP that is as epic as Mortal Kombat, in my opinion, because I'm a huge KI fan. Maybe I'm biased. But we know for a fact that it's in the mind share of Phil Spencer, of Matt Booty. They want to make a Killer Instinct game. They just don't have the team to do it that will do it right. Ah, Ed Boon says he wants to make it. They're on the floor for a purchase. I think the cards have been written. The deal is done. What are your thoughts? Here's the thing. You know, let, let's just take a step back for a second. So you have a company like, you know, that NetherRealms, who technically they're available. They're available for purchase. You need a big company. You need a good company to produce a KI game. Killer Instinct, I, I think, you know, that was like one of our biggest fighting games last, last, last gen. And it's a shame that it didn't. we didn't get a brand new one, you know, in the beginning of this generation. So I think it's crucial, like everyone was saying earlier, I think it's crucial that NetherRealms actually becomes acquired by the Microsoft Studios because it, it has to be a Microsoft Studio. It, it's one of those things where, uh, I mean, really, can you think of any other company that could actually do Killer Instinct justice? I, I can't think of any other company that could, that could do it. So we need a company that's strong enough to be able to produce a fighting game that's worthy of that title. Um, I, I mean, it, it, it's one of those things where they have made quality fighting games for years. And I mean, you know, Ed Boon, the fact that he's saying that he would love to do a KI game, I don't know. I, I just don't think that's just, you know, someone just talking. That kind of sounds like it's the writing on the wall. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, again, we're all speculating here. But, I mean, would it really be that out of the realm of possibility for that to happen? Especially if someone's interested in doing the actual IP? Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it, you know, I, I, yeah, you're right. I think the writing is absolutely on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just think it's one of those things where, you, you like everyone said, we don't want Sony to actually acquire that company. Because you know what's going to happen. Just yep. like every other game, it's going to be locked behind a paywall. You're going to have to buy the actual hardware. For you to be able to play that game, Microsoft, you you're, eventually you're going to have like a streaming stick that you can actually play it on. So yeah. I think that you know, and again, I I'm not into you know my system has exclusives of your system, but it's about being fair, and that's the only way I think it's gonna that's going to be the outcome. If if my, if Microsoft gets it, it's going to be fair, folks. Anyone that has any kind of technology should be able to play that game. Sony, it's not going to be the case. Yeah, I mean, fantastic points. Uh, Cyber, are you back, brother? Yeah, do I sound okay now? Or uh, still botting? Yeah, you're still botting a little bit, uh, brother. Sorry, man, it's just a setting. So this update, I have no idea. I have to All right, yeah, yeah, listen, don't, don't even sweat it, brother. We, 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 we'll actually, next week, we'll come back to this particular topic for a hot minute, get your opinion on it. But real quick, before we get everyone out of here, we had 450 people here, almost the entire show. That is incredible i cannot be more grateful than saying thank you so much for supporting double barrel gaming each and every monday for prime time we got two more super chats that came in from j one from jd gamer for five hours he says to allow playstation to control an entire genre like fighting will have the same effect as allowing playstation to control the third person narrative based games it did last gen indeed i agree and raiden blade drops an additional five hours of a chat and says i have a feeling that wb studios have already part uh, are already part of xbox game studios like a sobo and possible uh, possible remedy 
I don't I don't know, dude. It, it's going to be incredible to see which way this goes. Uh, but Raiden Blade, wow, just another two dollars super chat. Thank you for the generosity. X Men game crossover with Ki Enter the X. Uh, I mean, listen, th there's so much they can do. But listen, folks, this has been one hell of a show. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it enough to hit the like button. If you're new, consider subscribing to Double Barrel Gaming. You get four, count them, four live shows weekly. You get prime time on Monday. You get two Xbox factors on th Tuesday and Thursday. And, of course, Friday mornings, we're bringing it to you with Breakfast with Boom. Each are two-plus-hour shows, lots of, lots of banter, lots of positivity, lots of facts. Uh, hopefully, again, if you're new, you will consider uh, you know, subscribing to the channel. Of course, Mrs. Boomstick and I still have the 10K giveaway up for grabs. The minute we hit 10,000 subs, folks, and we're under 1,500. That's right. The March to 10K will hopefully be by the end of 2021, and we will be giving away a Series X with a year of Game Pass and a Series S as a runner-up prize with a year of Game Pass for just subscribing. Now, normally, I don't like doing that because people subscribe to win prizes, but... It's our way of thanking this community for supporting the brand that we love. And, of course, that is gaming. Not a particular brand. We love gaming. And, and of course, we like content creation. And I cannot thank you enough for all of the support. And uh, JD Gamer drops another $10 super chat and says, Microsoft, uh, uh, I have a simple request. Stop allowing AAA games dev talent to walk away from Xbox brand, a la Bioware, Remedy, etc., Take this chance and get NetherRealm, TT Games, Moon Studios uh, as well. Yeah, Moon Studios would be another big one. But let's start with our, our uh, special guest, Jedi Saga. Thanks so much for coming and hanging out. Hopefully you had a good enough time. You had some amazing points. Love to have you on the show. You're definitely going to be back in a future episode. Tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media and what else you got going on. Well, you know, I just want to start by saying, you know, boom, thanks. You know, I know we've talked back and forth. I know we both talked about Power Stone in the past and how yep. you know, I love the game. But um, I just, you know, want to thank you again for everything. Uh, thanks to, you know, all the other folks that were on this uh, this podcast with me. It was a pleasure meeting you guys. Um, you could just, you could find me on Twitter at Jedi Saga and also on Xbox. Same. Nice, nice. Well, thanks so much for joining us, brother. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, Middle-aged gamer guy, talk about what you got going on, not only on this show, but on yeah. Tuesday with Nuke Nukem, and hopefully you don't have any dirtbags on that show. <laughs> yes, well, guys, it was an absolute pleasure, uh, absolute pleasure to be here tonight, as always, and I already look forward to next Monday. I'm sure we're going to have some more news drop on us, right? Uh, Jedi Saga, it was a, is a pleasure of meeting you, and uh, and I hope you had a good time on the show with us, and the rest I of the did. panel, you guys are awesome. Chat, you guys are awesome, and uh, yes, you can follow me on Twitter at the Middle Age Game Guy. That's with a G Y at the end. You can find me here every Monday at night at seven PM Eastern Standard Time on Prime Time Gaming with Mister Boomstick XL and friends and guests. Tuesday night, yes, you can find me ten PM Eastern Standard Time with Noof Nukem and Titan Drago on Gaming After Dark, and I believe it's next week or the week after. I will be on the Basement Radio Arcade podcast nice. with of course mr brap himself yeah uh, i'll be doing a uh, show there so uh anyways guys on the series x and the uh, uh series x and the ps5 you can find me at all one word all capitals because i don't know how to be quiet i am the mag and that's with two g's by the way i notice a lot of people have been trying to hit me up with one g it ain't middle-aged game it's middle-aged game guy so there are two g's but anyways guys <laughs> it was a pleasure we will see you all next week have a great night
Nice. And Kay Asante, let's get you on out of here, brother. You got a lot going on, obviously, with Everborn Saga. Yeah, you know, you guys have two shows weekly where you argue like brothers, but at the same time walk <laughs> away as friends. Uh, tell everyone about where they can reach out to you on social media. But more importantly, check out your two weekly shows, one about games, one about pop culture. My co-host loves the slander, but you know that, you know, he loves the smoke. It is what it is. And I'm talking I'm talking about him like he's not on the show. It is what it is. So uh, Jedi Saga, great podcasting with you. Great job. I'm sure we'll, we'll get a chance to do it again. It was real fun. Tempest is hey, not here. Hey, just one second. Jedi Saga, please, how please. do you feel about episodes eight and nine? Terrible. Oh, God. Here, here uh, we go. You know what? Here I got we... to be honest. We got, I know we got to go, but. Well, let's have a little sidebar on that one later. You know what? I think you guys should invite him on to your Indeed. podcast. You Indeed. guys can yes. talk about this. I like it. Indeed. Oh, oh, please do. Slanderous please do, because I, okay. I have my opinions. <laughs> there we go. Indeed. So, Tempest, even though he's not on here, it was great podcasting with him as well. Mag, as you know, I, I love whenever, whenever you speak, I have to listen. So, I, pre I appreciate you, man. Thank you so Thank much. You, brother. And, and, of course, we have Cyber, who was botting, but still... Brother, I can't wait to we can all get together and do some of that uh, Sea of Thieves. We're thinking of putting together a crew. Hopefully, you're down. We should all get. We should have a conversation. I played through the first episode. It's exactly it's what was wanted. It's fantastic. It's so much fun, man. It is I, great. I can't stop. It's fun. It's just I wish. Like, quick side. Uh, um, uh, parents have a hard time with unstoppable games, uh, unpausable games, I should say. I, I always have a hard time with it because hey, the minute you're having a good time, then my, my child decides to jump off a bridge somewhere and hurt himself. So <laughs> unpausable games becomes difficult, but I'm still trying on this one because it's super fun. Yeah. Needless to say, uh, Thursdays, we do the On The Real. We're, we're, we're putting the name back where it belongs. On The Real with my with my man, Everborn Saga, and his brother, LeVar Johnson. So nice. please come, come join us. That's where you get all the slanderous uh, TV <laughs> show and movie talk. Okay, and We <laughs> may have a very big special guest. Yes, uh, we're on working Thursday, on Thursday potential that's right. royalty. That's all I'm going to say. All right, yeah, all right. we'll we'll people, people, that. people in this community, people in this community, community will appreciate the royalty that we are we are trying to get on board. So that that's a, a quick tip there. Uh, on Saturdays we do this, the Gaming Circle podcast. We that's where we <laughs> we go in on crazy topics and we bicker like fools, but we enjoy every minute of it as we do. Uh, we're also in that frame. We're also trying to diversify a bit. We might try and play some games on a uh, uh, stream. We're tr trying to work the logistics of how to do it and, and still make it make it uh, a really good podcast. But we might do that with with Sea of Thieves or something like that. We're 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 looking into that. So please come and join us. I'm K underscore Asante on Twitter. And just because I know Everborn Saga loves it, you can find me on Xbox and PlayStation, both places. The Angry Old Gamer. Because I could just never shut oh, up because so, I'm, oh, I'm that old. I'm that old. Thank you, I brother. love it. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for everything, brother. Everborn Saga. Let's get you on out of here, brother. Talk about your passion project, your life's work, and where can people reach out to you on social media and what else you got going on? Yes. Yeah, so unlike uh, my esteemed co-host, oh, Mr. Casey, you can find me at one handle which is everborn saga <laughs> everywhere that's xbox playstation twitter facebook instagram TikTok, 
all of that, one, and there's no underscores, <laughs> right? But that's neither the man hates here. underscores for something. For some and, I, and I just want you to be great and get your branding in order, but you don't <laughs> like to listen, but but I love you anyway. <laughs> I'm not sure what to call you, whether it's Kay Asante or the angry old gamer or, 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 or the underscore Keep moving, bandit. Sir. Keep it moving, but, Keep it moving sir. But um, <laughs> as you've explained, you know where to find me on uh, Thursdays and Saturday mornings. Obviously, I'm here every Monday. Um, but uh, Everborn Saga everywhere, but most importantly, EvermornSaga.com. We can get posters like you see in the back or uh, merch or these books. We have Prince of Arcadia, we have Ariel's Adventure, and we're dropping a new series soon. So if you're into manga, if you if you want Game of Thrones mixed with X-Men that's all wrapped up in a nice anime style bow, that is what the Everborn Saga is. So uh, check it out. It is, I've been working on it like for the better part of a decade. Uh, there, there's a, there's, we got a game coming out, but, uh, and it all ties into the comics. You, you, you it's really, uh, I'm very proud of it. And I think you're, you're going to love it. Everybody on this panel has seen the work. I think they can speak to it. But check out EvermornSaga.com. And there's more to come on that front very soon. So nice. thank you. And uh, th thanks for the, for, the, for the chat. And, and uh, happy to be here. And right. 450 people. That's awesome. Hit the like button on your way out. I appreciate that for sure. And Cybernox, why don't you talk about Xbox Game Pass Club and where can people reach out to you on social media? Yeah, hey, I don't know if I'm still bothering. You're still good. Bothering? You're good. Yeah, you sound better now, bro. I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. It was great. Uh, Jedi Saga, man, real pleasure. The panel, you know, I love you guys. I uh, can't wait to get some gaming uh, going on with you guys here, hopefully during this week. Uh, Chad, you guys were amazing. Cybernox everywhere, Twitter. That's where I'm mostly uh, more active. Uh, I'm primarily on Xbox. So if you guys want to hit me up there on Cybernox. Also, my YouTube content has been uh, very, very slow, let's just say. But um, Xbox Game Pass is my secondary channel where we pick a game at random from Xbox Game Pass using that discovery mechanism. That, that that is game pass and we just try different genres you know explore new games see how you know what your literally what your favorite next game is going to be or maybe something uh new that you discover that you like so yeah hit me up there xbox game pass club on youtube and twitter as well and uh, i can't wait to be here with you guys next week thanks so much for that and uh, lastly dan the man cunningham i love the name drops a five dollars of chat and says who needs mortal Kombat? xbox has tao fang fist of the lotus does anybody remember that pos <laughs> oh hell yeah i love that game what are you talking about i love yeah, that game love hell yeah Oh, my goodness. Well, listen, folks, it's been great. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed yourself. Uh, tomorrow is, of course, Tuesday's new episode of the Xbox Factor podcast. Me, Zemi Games, as well as my brother from another, Pong Soul, and special guest, Mav, are going to be talking about some of the biggest Xbox news. And I have a real incredible show prepared for you. We're going to be talking some CFDs to open up and why the single-player content that is available. And I say single-player because I play it solo should become the norm or at least an option for story-driven content in that franchise. And I and think they we're should starting add to the pausability. Pausability yes, is super, super important. Yeah. With that. My, my yeah. wife called me downstairs and then I ended up crashing my ship and sinking and it. 
and have having and to look for mermaids. No safe points for like an hour. They need to add some safe points. But yeah, yes. safe yes. yes, 100 definitely. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get into that. But listen, folks, thank you so much for supporting Double Barrel Gaming in the best way possible. And of course, we will see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming. And of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully, one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my father taught us when we were kids. He said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. Have a good night. Enjoy gaming. And we'll see you next week.